Hello! And welcome to Pastamania, your wrestling time capsule. We're not in with Joe's theme anymore. We don't have the build-up anymore. Now it's just go. It just punches. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by noobs. Yo! And Jesse. Chia chia pit! Jesus Christ. Uh, it's happening. Alright, uh, we are done with You only got three, that's fine, right? We are starting... We only got three. We are starting our new arc, WrestleMania X7, with the Royal Rumble 2001. Oh my god. It's like... Some benevolent god came down and gave us, like, mana from the... Mana from heaven and fresh water. Because good lord... It's, you couldn't get listen, a show you can't, more different than Bound for Gory 2008. <laughs> listen, listen, you can't call yourself a benevolent god. Like, you can't do that. We need to kick you down a peg because yeah, you chose pretty... this shit. I know. You, you know what? This shit. You know See, this whole time in silence, I was thinking, I was you like, did what? this motherfucker just I call himself god? I didn't mean it like that, but I suppose that's a fairly good point. We, uh, You treated us like fucking crack addicts where we're you're just like yeah no you're just gonna you're just gonna be off a of crack for eight fucking weeks aka 16 weeks because of the way we recorded right and then and then guess what you just like went fucking scarface out the channel on us with a fucking balloon you know those old balloon launchers first into a scrooge mcduck pool of cocaine i yeah, just no. i just imagined fucking al pacino saying chia <laughs> no like throwing, like he throwing does. coke in your face and going chill. No, Al Pacino does say that, except he pronounces it hua. <laughs> That's <laughs> also true. That's all. <laughs> you won an Oscar for it. It's in the woman. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, here we go. Uh, we are Man. we are we watched the Royal Rumble 2001. Uh, came to us January 21st, 2001. From the New Orleans Center or New Orleans Arena in Louisiana, now the Smoothie King Center uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana, there are seventeen thousand one hundred and thirty-seven in attendance, with six hundred and twenty-five thousand pay-per-view buys. Whoa. Uh, wow! Yeah, just to get us into the right mindset. DNA the thought they could compete, right? The number one song in America was "Independent Woman Part One" by Destiny's Child, a banger. Uh very uh, much a banger the number one movie was save the last dance <laughs> oh my uh, god uh so a little a few things happening around this earlier this month okay in uh video games january 4th 2001 runescape is released oh wow january 16th 2001 the world was introduced to waluigi and mario tennis oh jesus January 29th, 2001. Waluigi doesn't deserve to be in Smash. Oh, God. Oh, oh hell. Just gonna, just gonna... Topical violence! Topical violence! gonna call the SWAT teams on us now. I don't January, give a shit. Piranha plant, man. January 29th, we got Oni, that weird bungee-developed Rockstar Games published third-person anime action game. Yeah. That it's was the, fun. It's what a was fun it called? It's Oni. Oni. O-N-I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, that's... So yeah. older than I thought. So Adam, I did some research too. I don't know if okay. I'm cutting you off here. No, go ahead. Fucking six days prior to this pay-per-view, Wikipedia began. Really? I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, 11 that's, days. That's the juicy stuff. The random shit. Like yeah. wow. 11 days prior, 
iTunes was announced. Wow. I guess this does time with like around the announcement of the iPod. Yep. George W. Bush got signed into office the night before. Because they mentioned Kurt Angle being at the inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason Newstead left Metallica four days before the pay-per-view. This is the beginning of a new world. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a new era with Rob (laughs) Trujillo. Monkey, or not monkey crabbing, like crab walking all the way <laughs> over the stage. Just A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple TV shows that debuted in January 2001. How It's Made. Uh, the Mole, that Anderson Cooper hosted a reality show that my whole family Oh, I loved. remember that. I we watched every that episode show. of that, that show. Oh, wow. Grounded for Life. The uh, Donald Logue. That sounds really familiar, and it's, yet I you, can't you, put an image to it. Uh, Lizzie yeah. McGuire and Bob the Builder all premiered in January 2001. Bob the fucking Builder, oh my god. Another TV event of January 2001? ECW's final national pay-per-view, Guilty as Charged, aired oh. on January 7th. Oh, damn. 2001 is a fascinating time in wrestling. After struggling for years with the new generation and getting trounced by WCW with the NWO angle, the WWE finally bounced back in 1998 with the rise of Steve Austin and the birth of the Attitude Area. In late 99, Austin had to be written off TV to recover from a pretty bad neck injury from SummerSlam 97 when Owen Hart broke his neck. With the top some... guy... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I love how nonchalantly you sold it at the beginning. Yeah. He's like, pretty bad neck injury. The dude broke his broke fucking his neck. neck. <laughs> he, did, he did drop him on his head. Uh, yeah. He driver. did crunch the shit out of his he top did. vertebrae. He did uh, accordion him a little bit. Uh, with the top guy to out of action for a year, a void opened up at the top of the cart. That Triple H, The Rock, Mick Foley, and Kurt Angle all stepped up and laid claim to. All of them becoming even bigger main event stars with the absence of Absolutely. Austin. WCW, having run the NWO into the ground, was floundering. Alright guys, to let you know the state of WCW. Woo! How many times did the WCW World Championship change hands, this is including vacancies, in the year 2000? Jesse, how, what's your guess? Uh, 13. What's your guess, noobs? I'm going to go with 40. 25. <laughs> and I, I Damn have, it. I have a list. I thought 18 was going to be too yeah, high. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so to start the year, Bret Hart drops the belt due to injury. It sold out in January. Chris Benoit beats Sid Vicious to win the title, then shows up on Raw the next day. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Sid, and, and they vacate the title. Sid gets the vacated belt on Nitro, defeating Kevin Nash. The next night on Thunder... Heel Commissioner Nash declares the title vacant and gives himself the belt. But Sid wins it that same night on Thunder back from Nash. In April, April, they have reboot Nitro, where Bischoff and Russo come back and vacate all the belts to reset the storylines. Spring Stampede, Jarrett wins for his first world title. DDP wins it back eight days later on Nitro. On uh, On the next day on Thunder, David Arquette wins the title, pinning Eric Bischoff. Slamboree, Jarrett wins the title. Eight days later, eight days later, Ric Flair wins the title. Then Russo strips him of the belt the next week and gives the belt to Jarrett. Then he loses the belt to Kevin Nash the next night on Thunder. The next Nitro, Nash gives the belt to Flair, who loses it to Jarrett later that same night. Oh boy. That's the first six months of the year. Yeah, and me choking earlier was on yeah. all this shit yep. shoved down my throat. <laughs> Two weeks later at Bash at the Beach, Jarrett lays down for Hogan, and there's a bunch of Russo bullshit, and that win is labeled void, and Booker and Jarrett have an impromptu match, and Booker wins his first title. The next month, Nash beats Booker, then loses it back to Booker at Fall Brawl. Eight days later, Vince Russo wins the title. 
and then vacates it the oh. next week. The night Russo vacates the title, Booker wins it. Then it mayhem in November. Booker drops it to Steiner, who holds it for the rest of the year and until the final episode of Nitro. The week before this show, WCW held their Sin pay-per-view in front of only 6,600 in attendance and approximately 80,000 buys. This is their third-to-last pay-per-view, followed by Super Brawl of Revenge and then Greed. ECW was also struggling. They were on TNN, and they were the highest-rated show on TNN, but they didn't get any budget or advertising, and in October of 2000, they were canceled. TNN only picked them up as a test run for wrestling before they courted the WWE to get raw. That's the only reason ECW ever ended up on TNN. Without a TV deal, Aww. without a TV deal, they were dead in the water. What will Man. become of these two companies? We will find out later in this arc. Spoilers. Has his competition floundering, Vince was the most powerful man in professional wrestling once again. The WWE were setting up for legitimately, no hyperbole, their biggest show of all time. WrestleMania X7. And as always, the road to WrestleMania begins at the Royal Rumble. So that is where we are. Man. We start with an epic video package showing various jobbers who have zero chance of ever sniffing a Royal Rumble win. I know, like 22-year-old Matt Hardy. Steve Blackman, Raven, Jeff Hardy, Val Venus, Billy Gunn, Rikishi, etc., etc. Until they show the main eventers, Taker, Rock, Kane, Austin. Man... This show starts, and we immediately get Pyro, the King, and Jr. I forgot Pyro existed. To be it's perfectly nice honest, it's nice to be back. Oh my god, it's so great to hear Jr. and the King. So, first I mean, complaint. It's real yeah, quick. Go ahead, Jesse. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, it's great to hear Jr. and the King until the King starts talking. Listen, it's it's <laughs> it's still for whatever reason because Jr. is also there. It's not as bad. Oh no, yeah, it's it's interesting temperament, and um, I'm gonna throw out there that I watched the Raw before Rumble and the Raw after, so I've heard more King, which is uh, my yeah. fault. Yeah, totally my fault. That's on you. Yep. So first complaint, okay. out of many. Oh dear. I understand the opening, the opening uh, camera angle, like the pans on the yeah. crowd and stuff like that. You have all the people holding those signs up. Yep. So many signs. I believe the reason why these signs were there is because I'm just doing this because I'm thinking about it. These people want to be like, look, that was me on TV. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're recording it like hell. They have a friend recording it or something like that, or they're smarks and they actually fucking bought the pay-per-view, hit the record button and then left. Yeah. Um, I forgot that was a thing. Yep. God, uh, cell phones weren't really that big right now. Right, right, yeah, right. No, not at all. There were some, Pretty which crazy. I will be pointing out because there was this one woman that was on her phone for so fucking much. It's like, yes, we get it. You have people calling you saying, wave to the camera, and you're waving while you're on your phone. Listen. There are so many people in the front <laughs> that do that, and you're yeah. just like, like, listen, Enjoy. we know you got unlimited minutes because it's 2001 and that's a thing. And you got your cheap friend who doesn't want to buy the pay-per-view. So you oh, my God. 1-800-CALL-COLLECT. My brain just went, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. Where that am was I? crazy. Yeah. Yep. But it's just like, okay, I'm just getting that out there now. I believe the mentality is you hold up your sign so you can be seen on TV. 100%. Okay. Just want to clarify. Oh, yeah. Like, that's- there was somebody in the audience that just had a sign that said, D's nuts. 
Yeah. Oh, of course. Like, there were yeah. some terrible ones. There was so, one yeah. that was just a picture of Trish Stratus with Playboy over it, and it said, "Win, Trish, win." Yeah. It's just W H E N. Like, when are you going to do Playboy? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just yes. want to I just want to throw oh, that yeah, first no, complaint that out there. Always that... why people live. That's why people have signs today. Like that's why people do signs. One hundred. Yeah, and honestly, like like. I think I'm I'm more impressed by just the density difference of all That's the signs the then and the signs now. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. I just there's like three hundred percent more signs. Yeah. in two thousand one. It's, it's a weird thing. Like, why have signs fallen off as much? I think it's just people just don't care as much about. Oh, yeah. I'm on TV. I think it has like, a lot to do with smartphones. That too. I think it's yeah. recording and all like, that. Oh, hey, but, I don't need I don't need to be on TV when I'm just gonna post this on Snapchat because my friends will yeah. see it anyway. There's that, yeah. and I think there's also the factor of people have respect for the people behind them. Yep. Like yeah, Attitude Era wasn't a very respectful time. Oh my America. god! No one gives a shit about nobody. Yep. In I went to I went to a show. I went to a uh, Russell Palooza, which was like a staff here in Minneapolis does every year, and I went there this year, and one dude got a sign. And we were behind him, Ugh. and I tapped him on the shoulder. I'm like, "You put that sign up again? I'm tearing it apart." And he goes, "What do you mean? What?" It's like the dude saw you, pointed at the sign, gave you a thumbs up. That's it. You had your moment. Yeah, put seriously. the sign down. And he was just and <laughs> God was, noobs. I want to go everywhere with you and see how you confront people. It's amazing. Oh, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna make it awkward as hell. It's great. No, it's but beautiful. It, is dude, that, is dude, that people from Minnesota? Is that just how y'all are? No, God, no. no. <laughs> I, I most people are just passive aggressive, and what they'll do is they'll complain <laughs> as they're leaving the venue. Like, God, that one guy was so annoying. It's hoping like hoping they hear you. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah. Like anyway, yeah. I <laughs> if that ever happens, Adam. Like I know we yeah. have the plans. If Mania yeah. comes up to Minneapolis, if somebody is in front of us with the sign that's I holding it constantly, yeah, I will tear that. it in oh, half. I will no. help you punch him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, All continue right, with so the show. <laughs> we have our first match, gentlemen. I never thought I would be actually happy to see him. Yeah. We're coming now. Get up. Get up. Get up. Except this wasn't the song that they came out to. No, it uh, wasn't. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell if that was an overdub or if that was like what they actually played that night and it was just different. Because uh, they just came out to kind of like a generic rock song. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, it, was pro it was probably this without the lyrics, right? Or... Uh, no, it was, uh, it was more like I have a feeling guitar. they didn't they didn't want to pay the royalties for it so they just dubbed it i in. don't think it's a royalties thing this is a jim johnson joint like he he like this isn't a licensed song interesting yeah it's weird um so so much wasting, new metal wasting oh, no time uh the dudley boys are out first looking like the fucking dudley boys camo tape glasses testify god yes. yep out any ish yeah, yeah, right? Like, looking good. Out next are the tag team yep. champions who reek of awesomeness, Edge and mm. Christian. Just fucking the oh concerto my. boys. And, yes, and uh -huh. in, the, in the ring, fucking Mike Chioda with the yep. babiest of baby faces. Right? He looks so Dude, much younger. Such a strange blast, blast to the yeah. past, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh... 
So we, we get a video package talking about this match with a story you couldn't tell today. It's all about Edge and Christian giving the Dudleys concussions by like just over and over again and the Dudleys working anyway. Like yep. that's the story. The yep. Dudleys have a billion concussions. Which uh, <laughs> the Monday, the Monday before, they concertoed them. Yep. Yeah, they showed that package like yeah, while the, they like, were while like concertoing Bubba and like spiking Devon with a DDT on SmackDown. Yep. So, like, yeah. The one thing I noticed during that um uh, promo package, they were muting the F in WWF. They did that like three times on the show. It was yeah, weird. and it was very odd. I think it's because okay, so the way it used to work is they had to scrub all the WWF stuff. Yep. But then around the time of the network, they renegotiated that deal. Basically, like, we can't edit out everything for this network. So they renegotiated, and they basically said, everything before June 2002 that has WWF, you don't have to edit any of that. But you can't have anything new where you reference WWF. Uh, which is I why... I somehow didn't notice that. Yeah, which is why, um, like, on the Something Else to Wrestle on the WWE Network with Conrad and Pritchard, there were a couple times where he mentioned the WWF title, and they had to drop the F on that. Yeah. Uh, because that was a new thing they produced. But everything yeah. going forward. So I feel like the version of the Rumble that went up on the network is some version they had, like some weird Frankenstein version that they had on like a DVD at some point where it had some edits and like some different music. But overall, it's still the basic Rumble. Yeah. Uh, it's really weird. But like, fa like there's a point later well, like on. Like Kevin Dunn got drunk really drunk one night it's like yeah. i am god and he just did <laughs> random like, shit there's a point later on the show i think it's during the rumble when it was jeff and matt hardy where you hear like computer dings yes I okay i'm not that. crazy yeah okay so, yeah and i feel like that didn't come through in the arena i feel like that's something to do with this version of this show like, yeah and i also, have that note I can't, specifically yeah it's I can't remember actually if it was one of the Raws, but there was, and I can't remember who it was, but the someone's entrance, it sounded like people talking with the entrance, but, but like, yeah, that doesn't test, make sense. That's test theme music. Test. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't them saying the word test. It sounded like an actual like conversation. Okay. I was about to say, cause yeah, it was test music. Doesn't sound like conversation. It's just like, this is a test. Damn it. News. I know they say it's a it's test. test. Well, no, not that in the bad. background of tests, people. No, I, I, I know. But it's gibberish. Oh yeah. No. But yeah, I'm just um, joking with you, buddy. But yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm, this I'm, really I'm playing into it. I'm the Cause they're kind of like, like WWE is this like immaculate uh, tape library, but it's, still been chopped and screwed over the past 17 years uh so it's interesting to yeah, see for like, different legal bullshit yeah it's that like they a, created it's like when a picture has been uh, circulated around the internet a billion times so it's got like all sorts of like artifacting and stuff from all the different times it's been saved and re-uploaded uh it's yeah. just like this thing, like like path from where from whence it has come uh <laughs> yeah. so it is incredible to me that our first match in this new arc includes Bubba, Devon, and Christian. Yeah, like, I mentioned that. It's just like, and we went from 2008, these boys, to 2001. What, what and I say 80s. about our boys' table, we'll yep. probably but, run into Christian but, a couple of times. Christian's oh. just as good, but the Bub Dudleys are so much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, their, so, this is their fucking prime. Oh, yeah. So the Dudleys start the match by going after Edge and Christian. But the heels flee the ring before the Dudleys follow them down the aisle and stop their escape. Devon gets back in the ring, and the crowd immediately starts chanting, Tables! Tables! Yeah! Rabid uh, bastards! 
Christian and Bubba get in and the announcers keep talking about concussions. It's wild. If this wasn't kayfabe, it would be all Devon. Get the lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, and and this isn't even the the only storyline that talks about uh kayfabe injuries yeah, to this yeah. fucked the up ne- level. There's it's three insane. Straight, there's three consecutive matches on this show where it's the yeah. storylines are working hurt. Uh yeah. Bubba batters Christian around the ring occasionally, holding his head and selling the concussion angel. Uh Christian hits Bubba with a head scissors, but Bubba recovers and knocks Edge off the apron and hits Christian with a sidewalk slam. Edge and Devon tag in, and while the ref admonishes Bubba for something, Edge Irish whips Devon into the ropes, and Christian hits him in the back of the head, and Devon sells the head injury. Edge takes control over Devon, and Christian tags in, battering Devon some more. Goddamn, Christian's hair is luxurious. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Although He'll never I'm... have it again. I am I am a very big fan of short-haired Christian. Oh, yeah. Edge, it's Edge, he needs it long. Christian is just so... It, it kind of look raggy towards the yeah. end. And thankfully, yeah, they didn't cut it. I remember when I went back to watch all this stuff, I'm like, Christian had long hair? The fuck yeah. is this? Like, I, can go, I can go either way on Edge. Uh, I, I I appreciate short hair Edge, but long hair Edge is so good. It's because yeah, Christian is starting... He's got... Christian has a bit of a receding hairline. And with hair like that, <laughs> the moment it starts to recede, you gotta cut it short. You, the, you don't the, you don't want to Baron Corbin. The one thing uh, also that I noticed with this match was you can see pretty much all of Devon's forehead. Yeah. Like yeah. shine. And yeah. you're just like, wow, it's not as bloodied up right now. Wow. <laughs> oh, like there's less juice. cuts. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah. less cuts. It oh. actually looks like a decent forehead. Yeah, he manages to not get juiced in this match either. Yeah, uh, I was shocked. Right. Fuck. I'm just like, oh my God, he got a headshot. Because there it's are like... multiple obvious blade jobs on this show, but this is uh-huh. Christian yeah. goads Bubba, and Bubba threatens Christian, which draws the ref's ire and allows Edge to work Devon work over Devon against the ropes. Edge and Christian are such good heels because this match up until this point hasn't been particularly exciting. Not because the guys aren't talented, but because the heels don't want it to be. They batter Devon's head. They break him down piece by piece. Mm -hmm. Edge locks in an endless clothesline. Get away, get away, get away, get away. Yeah. When Devon finally gets out and gets his comeback, it's cut off by Edge, who hits him with a swinging neck breaker. Uh, Edge motions for the pile driver, but Devon fights out and catapults Edge into Christian, who has gotten on the top rope. Devon and Edge deliver each other clotheslines, and they slowly crawl to their corners. Devon gets the hot tag, but the ref didn't see it. The ref confronts Bubba in the corner, and Edge and Christian get chairs they bring into the ring and attempt to give Devon a concerto, but he ducks and they smash the chairs together. Devon finally take, takes them out and finally gets the hot tap. Bubba hits Christian with the Bubba Bomb, and this crowd is... Whew. I, I Just listen. Just listen to the crowd. Oh, no. Listen. Edge in a precarious position here. Bye-bye. Not much. Look out. No. The shot. God. Like he with them like oh my god that's so like, like, like they they do raw after this at the Cajun Dome yeah and there's just a fucking like regular tag match between um Rock and Jericho and Benoit and Big Show 
and they pop every fucking time the rock kicks out yeah like oh, madness yeah, like it's, fucking madness it's yeah. ridiculous it was like fucking like uh the greek like battle royal battles and stuff like that yeah. you're just like yeah, sitting there like, going they want blood I wonder if it's like the mics at the time or just no, like the edge era just really. See, a lot of people say uh-huh. wrestling has changed a lot since then. Right. While wrestling has, what's changed more are the fans. Yeah. Like, absolutely. wrestling fans have changed. These, these people in this crowd are there to watch a great show. They're not smarky cunts. They don't care about getting themselves over. Correction. They're there for the show. Correction. They are there for the show, except for all the motherfuckers answering their goddamn cell phones <laughs> and just going, Dude, Oh my gonna god, be on you're all on night. TV! Oh, Woo! It's like so it's just like motherfuckers pay attention to the product i don't appreciate it when you in, uh, imitate me like that we've talked about this I- i'm sorry but <laughs> god damn it you're a fucking mark anyway continue <laughs> uh, yeah like so uh, bubba sets edge up for the was up they lose it bubba yells divine everybody knows what's happening get the tables they lose their minds god oh my god divine goes to get the table uh, but is attacked by Christian. Edge swings the tag belt at Bubba, and B- Bubba dodges and catches Edge in a roll-up that Edge kicks out of two. And that roll-up, the crowd lose their minds for yep. the roll-up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, every yep. pin attempt is bonkers. The Dudleys call for the 3D, and one of the coolest spots I've ever seen these guys do. Devon gets Christian up for the 3D, but Edge hits Bubba with the spear before yeah. Devon yes. can bring him down. So he's um, just holding him and like, fuck, what do yeah. I do? Uh, Bubba kicks out at two. Christian sets Bubba. Christian gets Bubba set up for the waza, but Bubba rolls Christian over, and Devon pushes Edge down. So Edge land, Edge's head lands in Christian's crotch. Dudley's get back in the ring. Just uh huh. Just a heads a up. Spot. The one thing again, we're doing the nostalgia thing here. The one thing I missed about the old school, like before smartphones was that flash the explosion flash. whenever yep. something yeah, big was around happening. the ring when everybody like was a, like you will see it a lot uh, in wrestlemania x7 like yeah when, it's just like, when, so when, gorgeous like, when when somebody goes up for like gets on the top row you just see a billion bulb like a bulb's flash it's it's yeah it's incredible yeah it it, it creates a very nostalgic pres- yep. prestige and a, it's a great thing to admire though it's oh, really yeah. interesting right uh a relic the, of our past right the dudleys get back in the ring and the entire crowd knows what's about to happen as every person in the arena starts chanting 3d devon gets yeah. edge up and bubber delivers the 3d for the clean pin and the tag titles in nine minutes and 59 seconds the dudleys second tag title win like, here's the thing. We say wrestling, like wrestling fans have changed, but wrestling has also changed. Vince, watch this. You put some, this, they were over with the crowd. Everybody wanted to see them win and they won clean and everybody was happy. Yeah. Okay. Crazy how that works. Oh man. I don't, yeah, it's weird. Uh, what'd you think about the match noobs? I thought it was a very good way to get the crowd rowdy. Yeah. For what was to be just a great pay-per-view overall. I still love the fact this is going through from the last game or the last series that we did. The refs just being oblivious to yep. stuff. Yep. Like 
Chioda turns around, goes, oh, look, a chair in the ring. What's this doing in here? Let me just kick this out. All right, nothing's yeah. happened. Let's he, go. like, it's... admonishes Bubba multiple times for things Bubba didn't do while Edge and Christian give Devon more concussions. Yeah. I know what a delinquent so... scallywag scoundrel you are, Bubba Ray. <laughs> God. Uh, what'd you think, uh, Jesse? I mean, it's, it's just straight, like, red hot fun like they just went yep um it's it's just really good uh i don't, I don't know what to say because it's, it's it it's nothing felt shit. wasted yeah that's a good that's a good that, way of putting it that, yeah that's what's really crazy it and i it, it's baffling to just think about how much in that era from like 98 to 2002 uh tag matches specifically Oh yeah! Fucking burned the shit out of yourselves for ten minutes, and it was white hot the whole time. Oh yeah! It does. It doesn't matter. We we don't. We definitely didn't see that from like two thousand five to two thousand ten in re- in tag team wrestling, um, and we're just now barely getting that, mostly with NXT. Yeah. But there are chances where they can do way more, and and I don't. I don't know what it is. I I wonder what the the uh, house show schedule was back then compared to now as well. Because I still think they I do think too was... many house shows, but I could be, you know. I think they did more. I think, it, yeah, it's it's less. Wow. Like, they actually do. So, the way it used to work, you would do a house show on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you would do Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday. Uh, but since the new brand split, now it is, if you're on SmackDown, you do a house show Saturday, Sunday, Monday, SmackDown Tuesday, and you're home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And if you're on okay. Raw, you do a house show Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Raw Monday, and you're home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, that's why uh, when when Owens got moved over to SmackDown on the first Superstar Shake-Up, he was like, uh, oh, yeah, um, I, I miss being on Raw, but my wife is happy we have our Friday nights back. Like, we can do adult stuff that adults do on Friday nights. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so... I, yeah. I, I, I just don't know what, what yeah. has greatly changed. I guess just taking care of each other more is a big deal. Yeah, and just like not, not as much. It's not just about yeah, impressions, it's not, but it's, it's about, not getting your uh, It's not about getting your shit in and also not going yeah. out and drinking until four in the morning, like playing video games and going back to fucking bed is, yeah. is like a lot of the culture now, so you don't get burned out as much. Uh, I was going to say that is what they're doing now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I missed you. Um, yeah, great match. So a great opener, exactly what it needed to be. Two red hot teams, a crowd who is like just salivating at the thought of these guys locking up. Told a great story, and the guys like they the people who needed to win won. Yep. Uh, and from there, we get a lot of filler. Yeah, like we get an episode of Raw. Basically, we get shots of Drew Carey showing up earlier in the night who is there Fuck. to promote his excuse me. We get shots of WWE Hall of Famer Drew Carey showing up earlier in the night who's there to promote his improv all-stars pay-per-view. We get an interview between little baby frosted tips Michael Cole <laughs> where he talks about weird. Triple H and Stone Cold being in their respective matches tonight with Vince. Then we see Triple H and Steph. Triple H talks about how Steph hates Trish, and though they'll both be ringside, they need to be a non-factor in the WWF Championship match that night. Trish, well, Trish, 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 yep. Trish. Which, which, Steph says WWF multiple times. Mm-hmm. Hunter says WWF yep. once, and it gets muted. Steph's yeah. just don't get muted. Uh, well, they muted the first one, Steph says. 
yeah, and the rest of them don't get muted. It's really weird, but I think that's the last mute of the night. All the other ones are fine. It's so maybe weird. that's why I didn't re- recognize it because yeah. they all got a man in the yeah. beginning for whatever reason. Uh, then Drew Carey shows up and says hi to Triple H and Steph. Uh, Triple H was on the Drew Carey show in 1998, and Drew was like, "Oh, you married the boss's daughter." And Triple I H love, said, I love that rib. Yeah, and Triple H says, "Oh yeah, I, I did about a year ago." To which Drew said, "Oh okay, sorry, I haven't been watching all that much lately." Who told him to say that? Yeah, who told him? Just come in and be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't watch your show. I don't watch the product when you're on the product. That sounds like a very Drew Carey thing. No, there's no way. Like, listen, Drew is an improver, but he's a professional. He's not going to go off script. Somebody told him to say that. That's weird. I wonder why. Uh, I don't know. Then Drew talks about running into Kamala at the airport, and Drew asks where Vince is so he can pick his brain about putting on a pay-per-view, and he pimps his show. Then Steph says she's going to take Drew to Trisha's locker room so that he can bother her. And uh, then, and then there's a moment where Triple H looks in the mirror. Yep. Just starts focusing. And that's when I just go, he's trying to concentrate when there's a ficus in the room. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, not the ficus. There's a fucking Not ficus. the ficus. Oh, God. Oh. Moving on. No! Then we, see, then we see the APA backstage. They do a I'll show you mine if you show me yours joke. And we learn that they're talking about their numbers and the rumble. The APA are wearing maybe the worst wrestling shirt ever. Always pounding ass. Bar oh, and baby. <laughs> then Crash Holly shows up and says he's going to win the rumble. And if he has to, he'll throw their butts over the top rope. Oh, yeah, baby. Crash <laughs> Holly. Jesus Christ. The angriest Smurf. Yep. Up next is, according to the WWE Network, Chris Jericho in an IC title ladder match. Uh, <laughs> the countdown begins, which means Y2J is out first, looking like a million bucks. Best Jericho. Long hair, pants, not trunks, no awful dad tattoos. The lion Perfect. Heart. Perfect Jericho. The lion heart. Out next is Chris Benoit. Benoit is a great wrestler, but would he pull a muscle to show a little bit of character or charisma in his entrance? No, just like he's, walking down he's the, the aisle. rabid Wolverine. He's right? always done that though. Every yeah. year, you can, every entrance you see, he just like kind of stares at the crowd, does a little yep. cock right and left on yep. his face, on his head, and then just starts walking. Yep. He's always been like yep. that. I, he I hate to say was like how that. how much of a scary hindsight it is that he just always looked like a ticking time bomb. God, I mean, with the power of with the power of hindsight, yeah, I mean. Yeah. We have Chris Jericho here in singles action, and yeah, right, uh, right, like, and, like uh, yeah. But it, it was very interesting in the um uh, promo with the power of hindsight quote from Vacant, uh, saying <laughs> it'll be me standing over your prone, defeated yeah. body. Uh, yeah, that line worst, did not last. No, the age. worst one of those ever was I think it was One Night Stand, two thousand five. The end of the night, the 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 WWE people like attacked the ECW people. The ECW people took over. Stone Cold came out, hit a bunch of stunners, drank some beer, and then they have like somebody in the ring on the on the mat. And Chris Benoit gets up on the top rope to do a headbutt, and Stone Cold grabs the mic and says, "Chris, murder this son of a bitch." Yeah, uh... I'm I'm pretty sure Benoit says "cold lifeless body" in one of his promos probably, somewhere. Probably, yeah, so, but yeah, I remember that being a thing on. Anyway, uh, to make this a little better, there is a man boob sign in the crowd. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, Benoit gets to the ring, and Jericho attacks him, and we're on. Jericho's in control early until Benoit attempts to crossfade that Jericho fights out of, and Jericho attempts the walls that Benoit fights out of. Benoit head towards the ladder, and Jericho follows him, but J- Benoit sends Jericho into the post. 
Benoit gets the ladder and breaks it into the ring. He sets it on the ring apron, and Jericho telegraphs hitting the ladder into Benoit with a baseball slide. And except in a great moment, Benoit just scoots the ladder out of the way, and Jericho flies out of the ring, and then Benoit grabs him and throws him in the steel steps. That was really good. Like it made Benoit look like a dude, like a ring general who knows what's happening. Yeah, he's the perfect shit kicker, and it's sad now. Uh, Benoit gets the ladder set up in the ring and begins to climb, but Jericho runs in the ring and hits Benoit with a fall away drop. Uh. Uh, from an electric chair position. Yep. Jericho puts Benoit in the corner and picks up the ladder, sending it into Benoit's head. And for the second time in 90 seconds, JR mix up, mixes up which Chris is which. Uh, JR talks about oh, I noticed pla- that. Yeah, JR talks about all the places that the pay-per-view, pay-per-view will be watched this evening. 70 countries around the world. Jerry said he didn't know there were 70 countries in the world. JR asked if Jerry took geography in middle school and uh, ge- geography in school in Memphis. To which Jerry said, yeah, I learned about West Memphis and East Memphis and South Memphis. To which JR that- responds, and Jonesboro, which got a chuckle out of me because yeah. I'm a sucker for local humor. I, yeah, I actually thought that was pretty damn funny, too. I, as much as they didn't talk about this match, yeah. like, I love that banter because, yeah. A, you don't, have Lawler talk- you don't have Lawler talking about fucking women and yep. sexually harassing Puppies. them. And B, yep. like, JR yes. is just in his element yeah it's it's great for those of you don't know jonesboro is a town in arkansas in east arkansas about an hour 20 minutes from memphis yeah Uh, like like go fuck yourself dad jokes are the best law is best lawler yep uh benoit takes control by sitting jericho onto a ladder to the outside then benoit goes for a suicide dive and jericho Uh. grabs a chair and (laughs) ladders him with the chair shot and makes that murder happen just a few months earlier like, See, I don't think that chair shot was as bad as people remember it being, because he had his hands way up. His he fucking, did, his, no, so... the, the, the fucking headbutt he does later is way worse. Oh, that I don't is. think it is, because he missed that headbutt, which means he also took that bump on his hands and knees. Yeah, it just, there oh. were so many moments in this match, is, I go, hey, look, a headbutt. Hey, look, a head hit. That's hey, look, thing. another. Like, yeah, right? It's hard to watch Benoit matches like that, because, like, listen. I thought Benoit got that headbutt, too. I must just, have missed to like, just to 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 sort of set things where I am with this, Chris Benoit is still one of my favorite wrestlers. I think he is one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. What happened with Chris Benoit is a tragedy and cannot be excused or forgotten. But the WWE treats this dude like Voldemort, which has made us have this image in our minds that this dude is pure evil. Yeah. When let's be real, this dude never laces up a set of boots. That never happens. He didn't. He wasn't born yeah. with that in him. Benoit wants us to think that this dude is pure evil, and that's that, because or us McMahon. Thinking, or, sorry, yeah, sorry. WWE wants yeah. us to think this dude's pure evil, and that's that, because if not, because if we really think about it, we realize, oh no, wrestling did this to him. Yeah. Look, if you want to get just aggressively blunt, the only way reason why Benoit is treated this way is because he's the only one who absolutely got caught in the yep. sense of you I know mean, the murder suicide murder and somebody. then scanning his brain yeah yeah like, like somebody yeah like, yeah no it's definitely yeah. that but but like caught in every sense of the yep. word in everything that dealt with that situation with that tragedy with all the fucked upness it he got caught and it, yep. you couldn't blame anyone but the company and how they treated their wrestlers and how their wrestlers had to act for the company and so to to deflect off of that 
they treat this dude like the literal devil and they never speak his name again. I, Which yeah. again, like like Voldemort is actually a pretty good comparison. It's like if you oh, treat yeah. this dude where you, you must can't not speak be his name, he must not be named, he becomes this larger than life I evil mean, character. There was a point where it's still happening to this day. Uh Kevin Owens had one of those uh my son is a WWE superstar yep, I forgot about videos. That. And his wife or not his wife, his, his, his like, mom his mother's name she she has Benoit because Benoit is her maiden name. Oh, and Jesus! They literally in the subtitles because they're speaking French when they're announcing who they are. I think her name was like I I don't remember her first name, so I'm just gonna yeah. say it's Michelle just yeah. for safety's sake. She says in France in French, "My name is Michelle Benoit, and my son is a WWE wrestler." For the subtitles, they say, "My name is Michelle." Yep. But, like, you can't even, like, it, pa it completely That's blanks up Benoit. That and, is absolutely the problem. And, like, for me, I don't think I ever told you guys this, my fucking favorite wrestler growing up from WCW watching to WWE was Benoit. Yeah. It was, yeah. it just, yeah. he was just, yeah, he was a hard ass and, and shit like that. And it's just like, wow, this guy is actually... Like, it just, uh. but, but that shouldn't be something that you feel hesitant to talk about. Yeah, because like the dude was an incredible wrestler, and what happened to him was a tragedy, and has changed wrestling and sport as a whole ever since. Yeah, but the way he's been treated since his death, we have been conditioned to say, "Oh no, you can't." I'm a friend's. Uh, my, yeah, my favorite wrestler is Chris Benoit. What's wrong with you? Like, yeah, yeah. no, it's because the WWE treats him like the boogeyman. But yeah, but it doesn't. It, Help mm -hmm. that like online Tyler Durden shit lords say his name just because they think yes. that makes them people, edgy. Yep, like people would just respond to tweets by the WWE with just Benoit. And also, <laughs> there is a shockingly, shockingly uh, large group of people in YouTube comments that are Chris Benoit truthers uh, that think uh, he is actually innocent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that also doesn't help. Somebody the actually made a really good point talking about like CTE and, and Benoit stuff like that. Somebody was like, oh, it was my friend Josh. We were talking about this, and he was just like, "Listen, think just think about Benoit and all that for an inst for an instance. You know, he had bad CTE and all that. Does that not also sound like OJ? Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, I feel like if the OJ stuff happened today, we would find out that dude had massive CTE because uh, OJ it. had like you know he took a lot of hits in an era where hits were way worse. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say, noobs? It just. Yeah, it sucks that, like you said, like if I say my favorite wrestler yep. was was Chris Benoit, and then when I say my second favorite wrestler was Eddie Guerrero, so yep. WrestleMania twenty was a moment <laughs> yeah. for me, dude. Yeah, and then like... and then those two fucking days still are burned in my head. Yeah, yeah. You know, you. I told you I started watching wrestling almost like even amount of months between their deaths. Oof. Yeah. So like it was like. Nine months before after Eddie and nine months before Chris. Was, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. like, um, with the Chris, like with the Bimwas, like people are like, oh, he's a monster. Like you understand, like when they talked about, like he, he had the brain of like an 80 year old Alzheimer's patient. Yeah. Like if somebody asked really me today, probably like, should have stopped wrestling years ago. Oh yeah. Of like, course. If somebody asked me today, like, like yeah, top five wrestlers, Bimwas on that list. Cause I love people like Daniel Bryan. And and the yeah, like, Brian, like, Brian's like, one of those guys who probably, if like he never went to WWE, he would probably say he 
wrestles that way. And it oh, no, if Ryan him. never went to WWE, he'd be dead in five years. Okay. Like, with yeah. the way he used to wrestle? Oh, well, yeah. I, I didn't mean that part. I meant, like, he would tell people that he... Oh, yeah, no. Without he, Benoit, he wouldn't wrestle the way he had. He oh, does. yeah. Like, because Brian's... Like, Benoit, Dynamite Kid, guys like that. Yep. You know, Pegasus Dynamite Kid, Kid kind of thing. I saw know. a really interesting... Or, or, I think Conrad made a really stupid point. Like, when will the British Bulldogs get in the Hall of Fame? Because they're not. And it's like, oh, they're going to wait for Dynamite Kid to die because they don't want him up on the stage at the Hall of Fame, like, in a wheelchair, barely able to move. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But, yeah, but. like, I... Really, like, it's it's a tough thing to talk about because, like, <coughs> even people with good heads on their shoulders still look at Benoit like the boogeyman because we have just been conditioned to in the last 11 years. But, yep. like, I want this... Because this will not be the only time we come across Benoit and, like, I, I don't want to ignore what happened and I don't want to justify it and excuse it, but I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, celebrating what he did while he yep. was in those ropes because... I mean, yeah, I, I that's mean, what it was all for. Shit, I was in attendance for that Eddie Guerrero Super Show. Oh, yeah, that tribute show. And that tribute show, and I still to this day remember seeing Benoit make Triple H tap at the yep. end of the SmackDown yeah. and just losing my goddamn mind. Yeah, that's so good. I, and and yeah. such, it was a good, they did a full on like 18, 20 minutes on SmackDown. Yeah. Just a barn burner of a match and you're just like god i hate the fact that you can't search his name anymore yep and i and i can totally edit this if you want to it's fine no no Um, benoit can't be a completely evil person if he killed himself afterwards i think yeah like he Um, understood like he was like again, like he had the brain of an old and he, he realized he placed, it was it was yeah. over. And yeah. he placed Bibles himself, I'm sure. on yeah. Nancy and his son's yeah. Yeah. Like, bodies. Yeah, like he was he like, was out like he was he he understood what he was doing, but he also didn't understand what he was doing because yeah. like again, like there was a, it was like it's like it was blackout fucking, murder rage. Yeah, it was like fucking gorgeous George or some some old 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 wrestler is like ninety eight years old in a nursing home and fucking killed a dude in that nursing home. Because he like blacked out and like gave this dude like a gorilla pla- a gorilla press slam, and when you gorilla <laughs> wow. press slam like a hundred year old dude, you're gonna kill him. But nobody oh. looked at that dude like he was evil, even though him and Benoit had about the same brain. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, no one takes a no one takes a headshot like Benoit, except maybe Foley, and it's amazing Foley still right. But yeah, me. that's the thing. That that's just like it's something that you got to talk about eventually. And so this will be if anybody if we ever talk about Benoit, anybody wants to know, and if anybody's ever wondering, like, hey, why are they just talking about this dude like he's Voldemort? That's why. Come back to Royal Rumble two thousand one and between insert minute and insert minute, and you can hear it. But we're back to the match. <laughs> the first now. thirty minutes fun. of the show. Sure, whatever. Uh, so, uh, Jericho clatters Benoit with a chair shot. Jericho sits, sets bit up Benoit on the barricade and gets on the ladder and, like, tips the ladder over towards the barricade, but Benoit gets out of the way. Jericho and the ladder crash into the, uh, barricade. Benoit gra- grabs the ladder and takes out Jericho with it, then pops him with a chair for good measure. Uh, Benoit gets Ooh. the ladder in the corner of the ring and lawn darts Jericho into it. That was so cool. Yes. yes. Then he picks Jericho back up, tries it again, but Jericho fights out and sends Benoit to the ladder instead. 
Jericho puts Benoit's leg through the ladder and climbs up to the top rope and delivers this weird reverse Russian leg sweep to the ladder and Benoit to the floor. Yeah. yeah. Look cool if a little contrived. Like, it was a bit much, but it still looked kind of cool. It's un- I hadn't seen anything like it before. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to bring that up at the end, but like Benoit yeah. and Jericho do a lot of stuff yeah. I've not seen in a ladder match before. Yeah. Benoit oh. and Jericho are like peas in a pod for yep. this shit. Like God, they are they, they one really of the greatest are. combos they, in wrestling. That's someone no one talks good. about. How like how Jericho felt about yeah. Benoit. Well, they did he's, a, he's been super open about it on his podcast. He talked. Yeah, about like he did a full like the, during the ten year anniversary of the um uh, the act. Yeah, the, the the murder the suicide yeah they him and Meltzer did a really good that was like the only time like I'm able yeah. to like stomach Meltzer yeah was, I feel like he yeah. had like Nancy Benoit's sister on his episode he had like a relative. he did yeah Damn. he had Nancy Benoit's yeah. sister once and he had Chavo uh, on yeah. once too That's for right, talking about Eddie Chavo. fucking Chavo. it's just so I, yeah he did was it, was it his last text was Chavo. Chavo was it last dogs, dogs Chavo. are in the pool house yeah, Dodger yeah. in the pool house. Here's yeah. my address. Like, yeah. yeah, and there was a whole in-depth thing. I can't remember, Adam. What podcast was it that you I recommended to the, me? No, you recommended it to me. Like, and I can't. I was thinking of it, it a was, while back, and I can't remember the name. It of was a five-hour yeah, in-depth, like part, like wow. five-hour step thing about Benoit and like yeah. how the WWE did yeah. a fantastic job yeah. in hiding yeah. a lot. Um, it was like because like it, honestly, it's kind of like something to wrestle pre something to wrestle where like the host would dig into not just about Benoit cause they did like individual pay-per-views and they would dig into like various people's books in wrestling observer and stuff yep. like that and try and like just discuss the world around these pay-per-views and everything. And I cannot for the life. I was thinking about this a few months ago. Can't for the life of me remember what the fucking name of that show was. Yeah. Uh, ho- yeah. I'll find okay. it here. And so the lapsed fan, yeah, the lapsed fan. That was it. That's it. Man, that was quick. Yep. The fuck. Um, it's so, a thing news. called YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, this is where we get the beeps. Benoit sets the ladder up in the corner, and then you ding, ding, ding. It was like Windows yeah. beeps. Uh, and I know 100% those are like computer, like those are Windows sounds. I've heard those before. Why those be beeping? Uh, Jericho reverses a Benoit Irish, rip and, Irish whip and sends Benoit headfirst in the ladder. JR mentions the Dudleys working with concussions, and I die a little inside. Jericho takes Benoit out and sets the ladder up in the ring and starts to climb, but Benoit delivers clubbing blows to Jericho's backs and sends him out of the ring to the floor with a suplex. Benoit starts to climb, and Jericho finally gets in the ring and climbs up to fight Benoit, and then he delivers a Walls of Jericho to Benoit on the top of the ladder. And that is when I fucking marked out. Listen. Beautiful. It completely breaks suspension to disbelief. It makes no sense. But that doesn't change that that looks awesome. It's one of the coolest spots I've ever seen. Uh Fuck you, Uh physics. This is Uh wrestling. Yes. Uh, Benoit falls with the four, and Jericho goes up for the belt. But Benoit, like, tips the ladder over just with his feet in, like, a really good-looking way. Like, it really felt like he, he, it was like, it felt like it was like the last ditch effort. Like he wasn't, like he was still groggy, but like he knew, oh, there's the ladder. I just need to kick it over. Uh, Benoit gets the visionary win by locking in the crossface on Jericho, causing Jericho to tap, but that doesn't matter in a ladder match. Yeah. Jericho gets the ladder and tells Benoit to get up, you son of a bitch. Then he sends Benoit into the corner with the ladder. Jericho sets the ladder up in front of him while in the corner, and both competitors climb up. Jericho telegraphs a superplex, 
But Benoit fights out and sends Jericho to the floor. Benoit climbs to the top rope and goes for a diving headbutt, but Jericho rolls out of the way. Uh, and Benoit takes the bump like on his hands and knees, crashing to the mat. But he does a really good job of like, you can tell when he hits the mat, he like pushes his arms and legs out because he bounces really well. Just like it's like the rock song of Stunner. He like flops out of it, uh, and then he puts the ladder on Benoit's chest and starts to climb. But Benoit, uh, uh, Jer- Jericho climbs the ladder, but Benoit bench presses the ladder, uh, sending Jericho flying to- into the top rope and then to the outside. Benoit sets the ladder back up, climbs it, but Jericho hits him with a chair and then turns the ladder over, sending Benoit crashing to the floor, allowing Jericho to slowly climb the ladder and take the title and the win in 18 minutes and 44 seconds. What, like, here's one of the things that I like about this match with, that, like, that makes it a fairly unique ladder match for the era. They used one ladder. Yep. I, I love that. I didn't think about that. That's brilliant. There was yeah. one ladder. I really liked that, honestly. Yes. Which is well, like, that was uh, that was like the ladder match at WrestleMania 10. That yeah. was one ladder. And this was one ladder. And it worked so well. It was the ladder that was set up in the in- like on the entrance ramp. That's the ladder they used. That's it. Yep. I'd like more like that. That's really yeah. great. Uh, what'd you think, Nibs? Um, I... <laughs> Again, I really enjoy this match. They they used that ladder to the fullest of its fucking abilities, and the fact that it was a real steel ladder showed a lot of awesomeness that we don't see yep. these days. Um, the one there were a few things that I noticed at the end of the match. One, Lawler like whispering, "He's got it." Yep. Like when he's about, like before Jericho pulls the like pulls it down. It's like what yep. the fuck. This is weird. Well, it's like him because Lawler's the heel announcer, so he's like d- defeated because the babyface won. Yeah, and yeah, um, the one thing I didn't notice, uh, I didn't know either, the camera angle that's being held by the rope uh, that's holding yeah. the title, that's called the coyote cam. Huh. I did not notice that. They're, like, uh, yeah. JR said, let's check out the coyote yeah. cam. Yeah, I, 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 re- I, I yeah, Wiley heard coyote that, cam. but didn't register it. Yeah, and huh. the other thing... Maybe I always you can thought do that was as... just a Jerryism, but yeah. And Adam, I'll do this as well. But um, yes. uh, there there was a woman at insert time here where they were That's holding up that like it was a group of three of them. They were holding up the Y two J signs, like each yeah. one had the Y, the two, and the yeah. J. The woman holding up a Y in the crowd clearly does not have a bra on, and oh god, she she probably knocked herself out and her friend to the right of her <laughs> jumping up and down jesus christ it was it was it was so it was it was i noticed it i was just like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> listen 2001 was a weird time it was baby there were uh, some people with perms in the crowd uh, Whew. <laughs> uh what'd you think uh what'd you think jesse it was fucking great it's probably one of the best like one-on-one ladder matches absolutely i 100 um, agree Benoit's always been vicious and stout and just like like a fucking brick shit house. He not, really not is. built like one, hit like one. Yeah. And all I can think of is like I wish we could have a heel like that now. For whatever reason we really don't, but I think like like Kevin Owens was close when he came back and was like the I get to fighter. do what I want to. Yeah. Yeah. But, prize fighter but Kevin Owens is the best. Yeah, he needs to do more like that. Like he's a good shit heel, but he could be a great I'm going to yeah. fuck you over heel. Like, like, 
you know, rip people apart. It's, this is it's, your fault. This is like it. It's would be like great. there's a. It's like they are afraid of making anybody like that except Brock. Yeah, which like is like annoying. like Benoit at the time, his whole thing was genius because he was just like, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna make you tap out. I'm gonna snap your arm. You're gonna tap out to the cross face. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Such a good heel thing because he's like. He's arrogant, but he's like, he can back it up. And yeah. he's like, yeah, prove me wrong. Come on. Like, cause he had a shirt at the time that was just cut, said victim of the crossface. It was an x-ray of a snapped arm. And on the oh, back, it said, prove me wrong. Yeah. Great shirt. I uh, mean, there, yeah. and there's yeah. also plenty of shirts of like, like, like a, a kill shot thing with Benoit yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Targeting. Uh, such a great match. Like, I mean, listen, it's. It's it's something that's like you're gonna get a lot in this arc where it's just like yeah it's Chris Benoit Chris Jericho in a ladder match what the fuck do you think like do you yeah do you think it's gonna be good yeah no shit like it's oh no two of the most talented workers of all time put in a really fun stipulation match gee I wonder how it's gonna be uh, <laughs> but yeah like it would be ludicrous to put those two in the first ever multi man ladder match where they win a prize right uh but yeah it was so good. It was just these two guys are so good. I'm so excited. Next month, next month we have. Tell me which one of these isn't like the other. Fatal Four Way, IC Title Match. Woo! Jericho, Benoit, Eddie, X Pac. He's not even here yet. I, yeah, he's... he wasn't on the show anywhere. Yeah. He's not on uh, either of the Raws. No, uh, here's the thing. Xbox sucks, but he's a good worker, so I have yes. high hopes. Yeah. Oh, I think this is probably going to be the best Xbox we can see. Oh. This will yeah. be about it. Oh, except for, like, yeah, the best Xbox. Because, like, we could go back to, like, early Raw and watch the 123 Kid when he was, yeah, like, yeah, legitimately yeah. one of the best workers in and the world. And not drugged and drunk out of his mind all the yeah. time. Uh, so, yeah, it's... God, watch this match. It's so good. Watch this show. It's a good show. Uh, we go to the back, and we see Drew Carey hitting on Trish, and she says she's involved with someone. And then Vince shows up. They pimp Drew's pay-per-view a bit more. And yep. Vince offers Drew Carey a spot in the Rumble. Boy. We cut to Billy Gunn in China with Billy talking about how he's worried about China. Something, something, doctor. Something, something, neck injury. Then we see Frosted Tips Michael Cole talking to Jericho. Jericho cuts a standard babyface promo. All right. Out next, Ivory versus China. Ivory is with the RTC, the right to censor for a thinly-veiled parody of the PTC, the Parents Television Council, who railed against wrestling and the WWE in particular. Fuck WWE, you, Tipper Gore. Yeah, WWE sued them for various Ugh. things and ended up winning, so the PTC backed off eventually. The story for this match is that Stevie Richards hit China with a spike pile driver, which broke her neck, and now she is having a miraculously recovery. Out first is Ivory and Stevie Richards, followed by China with a, with a Roman candle gun. Huh. Yeah. That thing was a bazooka, like, yep. Jesus. All right, real quick. Yeah? During the promo package where they were um, uh, having um, uh, uh, China wearing the neck brace and, like, talking yep. on camera on the couch. Talking to Frosty so, Tips Michael Cole. First option is to never wrestle again. Second option is to have the doctors fuse my neck and then basically never wrestle yep. again. It's like, yeah. that is not two yep. options. This is definitely a soap opera with violence. And yeah. also... Like, that neck fusion is what Edge, Angle, and Stone Cold all got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Okay. This isn't a match, and I'm not going to talk about it as such. Some stuff Good. happens, but China goes for a backwards somersault elbow and does the worst injury botched sell I have ever seen. Yep. She goes backwards, binks Ivory, and then drops like she's been shot. Yeah, I... I they, they come out and do the stretcher job. JR uses the Owen voice, and Jerry leaves the desk to check on her, which nobody had, which he hadn't done since Owen. This is bad. It's a life-threatening kayfabe injury, and we'll see her at Mania. Moving on. Man. Yeah, I... I don't yeah. like how serious they made this. It's bad. It's like nine months after Owen, and they're using Owen voice. It's oh, bad. God, I didn't it's even bad. know... I didn't realize it was... It was Under May 2000. May 2000. Fuck. It was May 2000. Wow. It might have been. I always thought. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, I always sorry, thought Owen sorry, was sorry. like like it early was, 99 or something. It was like a okay. It was like a year and a half after. Owen. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say still, that it's better, but yeah. like okay, um, that that makes more sense in my head. But yeah, no, like this is we'll get we'll get back to this at 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 Mania. Uh, when yeah. China makes a return, but you know, it's like life. Th- it's like literally they're playing it up as the same injury that took it Ed- made Edge retire. And yeah. Ch- China will be back in 10 weeks when WrestleMania comes around. Yep. China back- will be back in WrestleMania. Yes. Backstage. Steph shit talks Trish. Drew calls Kane a goofy guy in the mask. So as to set up their interaction in the rumble later. And Lowdown are informed that they aren't going to be in the Rumble. I don't know Low- who the fuck Lowdown are, and it was weird watching them. Lowdown are a tag team made up of D'Lo Brown and Chaz, a.k.a. Headbanger Mosh, with Tiger Ali Singh as their manager. Man. Yep. They beat Kai and Tai on Sunday Night Heat earlier in the night to win a spot in the Rumble. And as they are arguing about which member will be in the Rumble, Vince shows up and informs them that their spot has been given to Drew Carey, to which Tiger Ali Singh responds... Drew Curry? Who is Drew Curry? Which God. is awful, but fucking funny. Abdul racist gimmick. No, it's pretty good for the time. Tiger it's like, Ali yeah. Singh isn't as bad. No, it's not, but it's still... It's still fucking bullshit. funny. Bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit, but that's a... Drew Curry is funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it was good. I, it's fine. I, I enjoyed not, it. I'm not uber yeah. offended. I'm just like, wow, yeah. we can't escape this. This yeah. is cool. I love then, We Can't Escape This. Can't, don't you guys love We Can't Escape This? Then we get some interviews with people in WWF New York answering who they think will win the title tonight. When that uh, was also a surreal thing I didn't know yep, existed. That was a blast from yep. the past. Lots of Triple H will win because he's the game. Angle will win because he has the three eyes. It's true. It's damn true. Oh, speaking of which, there is one fan during there. I'll insert the time frame here. He Mr. fucking Black. forgot... The three eyes. Yeah, he yes. said the two. He said he just says the t- in integrity. And <laughs> it then, was so good. I think I'm he's like, like, oh like, my god. I think he was the one where he was like, Curtin's gonna win because he has intelligence, integrity, and it's true. It's damn true. Like yeah. he just forgot. He, he has a moment where he looks up where you he go just like, says it's I true. Mean, it's true. Also, yeah. like he yeah. was terrified. It's that guy like, did not uh, want to be on shit. camera. Okay. Yeah. Listen, nothing will top. So SummerSlam '92 at Wembley in England. Before the show, they're asking fans about that, about who's going to win the IC title, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, or Bret Hart. And this little British kid goes, the British Bulldog will win, whether he wants to or not. 
<laughs> that's adorable, though. It's that's the, that's the best one of those. So we see Triple H growling in a mirror and then Kurt Angle walking towards the ring. God, he's going to growl more. You're the best. You're the yes. sexiest man. You're so fucking sexy. Your dick is huge. You're going to win this. You're the best. Holy fucking shit, Triple H. Come on. You got this. You got this. You got this. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all of that out of this file. Set it as my That's ringtone. Fine. This is <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel very flattered. <laughs> this is Angle's first world title reign, and he hasn't been booked the best. He's the geeky heel champion, and it's obvious from the video package for this match he is not the focus of this story. It is the right. McMahon story. Yeah. You see, all right, so listen, this was kind of complicated, but it made sense at the time. Linda is in a vegetative state since Vince said he wanted a divorce. Trish is Vince's lover and Steph hates her. Angle has decided to use Trish as his business advisor, which has caused friction within the McMahon-Helmsley alliance. Triple H and Steph are out first, and my God, they both look like a million bucks. Neither of them have ever looked better. Holy yeah. shit. Um, um, Stephanie's I, like 25 in this, by the way. I oh, yeah, she's super I curious. Young. I would yeah. disagree with uh-huh. neither of them have looked better. That fucking WrestleMania entrance against Seth Rollins with them oh, coming down yeah. the bike, that wins. That's pretty good. <laughs> you that, mean PG Sons of Anarchy? That fucking wins, though, just with, because it's just like, she's them, just sitting there on yep. the back, just yeah. rocking that leather outfit, and Trips yep. is just rocking just yeah. the leather vest just and no, nothing else. It's good. Oh. Triple, H, Triple H looking like Leather Daddy Kratos. With fucking <laughs> motorhead Dude, just I can, wearing. Yes. Oh. I can imagine just young Triple H is like, I always knew this would be my future. Yep. I never had a fucking Bald. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle out next with Trish. It's so weird to ha- hear Angle's theme without the crowd singing You Suck. Yeah, that, that was also weird. Have... I was like, oh, we haven't gotten there yet. That yep. had to have happened this next year. It was it was within, it was like during the SmackDown 6 era. Because I think it was on SmackDown yeah. with Edge as a singles. God, uh, it was so yeah. good. Because it was Edge yeah. that started it. Yeah. Um... Oh, that I, has to I be. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. question here, since we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Pound for pound, that is probably one of the biggest things of Edge's career, right? Yeah, like starting, turn, it's one of the most long-lasting things. To turn yeah, it's like the, the company or anything The Rock yep. does. The company's like made man. Yep. His theme into just you ridiculousness. Suck. Yep. It's so good. So good. Edge is uh, responsible for Cena sucks without having to do it. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so they get to the ring. Steph is really good at staring daggers into people. Oh, Gee, yes. If uh-huh. Rooks could kill, Trish would have dropped dead. Absolutely. Yeah. Like 20 times over. She what, does it on Raw, too. It's fantastic. What we have here, gentlemen, is the very rare heel versus heel feud. Uh huh. I yeah, I actually so have the note asking who the yeah. fuck is the heel. Yep. Yeah. We start with great angle chain wrestling taking control of Triple H as the crowd is pretty muted for the early goings, which is understandable because it's heel versus heel. They haven't decided who's gonna be the who do we like face. yet. Yeah, it's gonna. It, it, the crowd finally makes up their mind as Triple H retreats to the outside and the crowd loudly chants, "Angle sucks." It's because Angle has been booked as the geeky, cowardly heel champion, and Triple H is the badass ass kicker. Yeah, uh, and also it has a lot to do with the women because yep. at this point Stephanie is a wronged victim and yeah. uh, Trish is a, a bitchy homewrecker. Yep. Yeah. Uh, except that's going to change over the next few months to where Trish, oh, yeah, and Trish is going to become the big baby face. Absolutely. So, get ready for this not to be a very spotty match. 
Angle could do some fantastic spot fest wrestling with someone like AJ, but with someone like Triple H, or as we saw in the last episode with Jeff Jarrett, he can put on a wonderful match, but you're not exactly going to have crazy shit, and Triple H is not a spotty wrestler. But this match is sort of a combo uh, competitive uh, storyline competitive title match. It's a technical yeah. war of attrition. Yeah. At one I point, mean, seeing... Yeah. I have the note. Seeing Triple H trying and doing a submission move, it, a submission yeah. move is really Awkward. rare. Yep, it's uh, very strange. <laughs> yeah. At one point, Jr. mentions Buddy Rogers, and King goes, "You're me in the '50s. You need to come back to the '90s, uh, 2001." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Jr. and King are in a similar situation to me. Not a lot to call in this match, just good methodical wrestling. So they talk about Drew Carey a lot and Andy Kaufman and what have you until Angle throws Triple H into the corner and H takes the flare bump so, to the outside. So you guys know the history of the Andy Kaufman thing with WWE, oh, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. the fact that they just hate that yep. fucking movie. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, like, fuck- because, like, J- Jim Carrey it broke was- awful to jerry lawler yeah and, and fucking, like jerry lawler almost beat the shit out of jim carrey on set yeah I and lawler bro- and fucking jr going and they made a movie about it that eight people yeah, that eight saw eight people saw yep also it's like, like it's part of that and also part of that movie didn't make a ton of money uh it didn't ever, but it's so but good yeah. it Look, is a good movie have though, you watched the documentary guys. yeah the it's Netflix re- documentary? Oh. it's weird it's really good but it's so yeah. weird yeah yep. uh uh Triple anyway. H takes back Triple H takes back over. And Steph distracts the ref to allow H to crack Angel Angle on the leg with the chair. Triple H focuses on Angle's uh left leg, which is weird. I mean, I kind of get it. If you take out his leg, that's less offense he can get on, on you. But usually you want to focus on a body part because it's because your finisher or something like that exploits it. But the pedigree doesn't involve the leg. If anything, a bum leg would make the pedigree harder to deliver because you need to have them standing up for the pedigree. Uh but I digress. Oh, hey, this is a nice, refreshing thing. A match with Earl Hebner as the ref without smarky cunts in the crowd chanting, you screwed Brett. Yeah, that's really nice. Triple yeah. H continually focuses on Angle's leg, locking in various submission holds, including a figure four that Triple H cheats with, grabbing the ropes for leverage. All right, here we go. Time for the storyline stuff. Oop, Trish, Trish gets involved because uh, she sees uh, Triple H cheating. Steph yanks Trish out of the ring, and Trish slaps Steph, and the two start brawling, falling over the Spanish announce table to a huge pop. The crowd is so into this. Yeah. Vince comes out from the back back to separate them, mostly unsuccessfully. (laughs) Vince ends up picking up Trish and carrying her towards the entrance, but Steph catches up and pushes Trish and Vince both to the ground, with Steph following up by jumping on Trish and choking her. Trish landed um, her crotch on uh, Vince McMahon's face. That was the spot. And people, fucking Jerry lost his brain. Yeah. Vince finally gets them split up, and he tries to get Trish to the back again, but Steph and Trish keep brawling as they finally get back to the entrance. And oh yeah, oh shit, there's a match happening. (laughs) Uh, I think all told, that was like six minutes of this match was all of the uh, Trish-Steph stuff. But I don't think it's a bad thing. It's a very long match, and I think it needed something like that in the middle to kind of like break up like to give you a minute to breathe especially with the shenanigans later uh triple h turns around after watching all of the uh the family shenanigans and angle gets him with a roll up for a close two triple h takes him out with a clothesline and starts focusing on the knee again until angle gets a second win and the two exchange shots in the ring with angle taking full control again after a ddt for a near fall angle 
climbs up the top rope, and Triple H hits Angle with a low blow as the ref's head was, I don't know, kind of, sort of, maybe turned. Triple H hits yeah. Angle with a modified Razor's Edge power, power bomb for several frustrated near falls. Uh-huh. Both men get back to their feet, and Triple H sets up the pedigree, but Angle fights out, gets kicked off, bounces in the corner, and falls headfirst onto Triple H's junk. It was a very good exchange. Oh, no, that yeah. was great. That was pretty great. Uh, Angle gets on the top rope again to hit his beautiful moonsault. God, that sells, was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, apparently, that was Angle one of the like, best. Yeah? That was just one of the best fucking... Like, it, it, it had, like, shooting star press level of air, and I was yep. just like, whoa... So apparently when Angle was like an OVW and stuff like that, learning to wrestle, he kept hitting like shooting star presses, 450s, moonsaults and stuff like that for the top rope. And they were like, stop it. You're going to be like a badass monster mat wrestler. Stop that. <laughs> stop high flying. Yes. Stop being cool. Uh, after he hit the moonsault, he sells the lag injury before going for the pin for a two count. Ref bump as Hebner gets binked on the outside. Triple H gets <laughs> Earl, up to the top rope. no! Yeah. Triple Earl H gets got the top fucked. rope. But- Angle runs up to meet him and hits him with an arm drag from the top rope, but there's no ref as Hebner is asleep near the steps. Angle leaves the ring to try and rouse Hebner, and Triple H comes out and throws Angle into Hebner, binking him once again against the steps. Triple H yeah, grabs that, the title. that time. Yeah, Triple H grabs the title, but Angle stops his assault and hits him belt with a belly-to-belly. Then Angle picks up the title because, you see, they're both heels. And Angle waits for Triple yep. H to get up, but Triple H stops his assault and hits him with a pedigree, but there's no ref to make the count. By God, it's Stone Cold! Austin runs down the aisle and beats the fire out of Triple H. Hey, guess uh-huh. what, you son of a bitch? Yep. Austin hits Triple H with the title. Triple H blades. Austin gets Hebner back in the ring. Blades like a fucking yep. bastard. Like when they, yeah. Oh, when God. they cut back to Triple H, and you can see him like like finishing putting the blade back in his jaw, like backing his back. In oh, his I need yeah. to go back and watch that. I didn't and, know. Uh, and the you other, you see him adjusting his stuff to like make sure the blade goes back in the little pocket. The best, the best thing, too, it's just like, if you start losing the crowd, God damn it, send that bald motherfucker yep. out there with the goatee. Get him out of Send out my piggy bank. He's making me all the yeah. money. The uh, other thing, too, that I miss while uh-huh. while we were talking about it, it's like, while Trish and Steph are going at it, Triple H and Kurt, they do not show the ring. They don't at do, they're just all. they're basically just laying there the whole time. Yeah, they're just resting and it's yeah. like what a great way to like build up for the third act. It's yep. just like man. Yeah, that's why I said like those shenanigans in any other match would feel unnecessary, but this match is so long and everything. It feels like this match needed something like that right in the middle. Yeah, like you said, get ready for the third act. Uh Yep. Austin Which gets, by the way, by uh, the way, I I keep interrupting you. I'm no, sorry, you're good. You're but good. I I no, it was done to death. It still is done to death from time to time. But I just love the third act where the ref goes down and all hell ensues. Yep. Yeah, I love that. The all break loose like that. Oh, uh, yeah. God, uh, it's so good. <laughs> I, I am a sucker for that as well. This, this, I, I know we're not done. We're not to the what you think thing, but this is really the like captures all the epitome of theatrical violence and yeah. and what wrestling means to a lot of people absolutely uh so austin throws hebner back in the ring but then austin gets back in the ring middle fingers stunner to triple h angle slowly crawls over and makes the cover and hebner finally wakes up and counts one two three angle retains his title in 24 minutes and 16 seconds yeah like from 
November 99 till now, when tri- when Stone Cold went down with his injury, the MVPs of wrestling are Triple H and Kurt Angle. Yep. Man, I need God a fucking bless. cigarette after that one. Like, it's like, and that's the thing. So much of this match, like, it's it's hard to get across how good this match is because there's not like, oh, he hits a fucking, he gets on the top of a cage and hits a 2,500, 450 right. moonsault onto a bag of baby cats. Like, there's nothing ridiculous <laughs> like that. It's just like, oh no, it's just good. It's just, it's good storytelling. It's good wrestling. Nobody messes up. Everything's great. It's it's perfect. Like it's it's exactly what it needs to be. Like you said, it is theatrics in the best way. What do you think, oh. noobs? Yeah, it it just it's one of those. God, I just yeah. The one thing that I noticed with this match, like between the Jr. and uh, King or Jr. and King stuff, like their banter, I loved. Aside from J, uh, King bringing up. Anything Trish Stratus related, like yeah, Trish should have had yeah. a restraining order on King, like very early on, several several um, times during the big storyline stuff in the middle. Tr- like Jerry kept trying to get over. Oh, this is like I'm in a trailer park. Yeah, and the one thing that I noticed, and evolution just happened when we're recording yep. this. It happened last week, last Sunday. The, there's there's no. Like, Evolution had it at one way, and that it happens with NXT where all the lights are off, the only thing that's illuminated is the arena, or the, the ring, and the ramp. That's all it is. This did it a different way where there is not a single seat that has a light on, that doesn't have a light on it. Oh, yeah. And you can see everyone. There's no crazy, like, color hues blinding people. No... It's just, there's no yeah. crazy set pieces, like, in the way of everything. It's just, it's bright. You can see the entire crowd. And, and I think that might be... A, excited to be there. Yeah, and yeah. I think that might be a factor of why you don't see signs as much. Because if yeah. you're not in the front couple rows, you're not getting seen. Yeah. Like, oh, even yeah, with Raw and SmackDown, it's Absolutely. so cool. Um. Yeah, it was so... So good. Uh, anything else you want to add, Jesse? Uh, that spot with the bag of cats is re- was really good. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, like it's, it's pretty perfect for what you would want. Like, like this is what people think of when they say the Attitude Era was the best. Absolutely, um, absolutely. It, it, it is a borderline clusterfuck. It's borderline offensive, but still has a purpose. Yeah, despite being offensive. Um, and, you know, as we saw in, uh, Russo writing TNA, the parts that Good are way too fucking offensive and add nothing. Yep. This stopped the brakes right over the ledge as they just peer over into yep. the abyss that is good fucking wrestling storytelling. Yep. It's, it's, everything is great about, like, clusterfuck, ridiculous storyline stuff happening in the, in the middle of the match. Stuff that should not work, like, a, the dirtiest finish in the world. Stuff that should not work, yeah. but it does, because they do it in the best from way the possible. From the biggest face. Like, it's a heel-on-heel yeah. match. Yeah. And, and it's a dirty finish from the big face. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, it's exactly what it needs to be. Uh, so, we only have one match left. Mm. Now, you guys... I've been pretty vocal about what I've thought about the wrestling character of The Rock uh, the past five or six years. 
Uh, I'm not very, I'm not a big fan. It's not The Rock's fault. It's just what the material it's given him. Uh, he's usually it's told the times. to. It really it's, is. Well, I think it's no. It's like he goes out and say, like, "All right, go out there, say your catchphrases, bury some young talent, yeah. make him look like a fool, and we'll play your music." And that's not yep. The Rock's fault. That yeah. being said, I have here a promo that The Rock cuts with Kevin Kelly before the Royal Rumble, and dear God, it's one of the best promos of all time. Uh huh. <laughs> Rock. We are now just moments away from the Royal Rumble match. 30 superstars, an opportunity to face the World Wrestling Federation champion at... Finally, The Rock has come back to New Orleans! (laughs) The Royal Rumble 2001, the biggest Royal Rumble in history. All shapes, all sizes, all colors. It's so fitting that we're right here in New Orleans because the Royal Rumble 2001 is like one big pot of jambalaya. Yay, we like jambalaya. Yay! All shapes, all That's sizes, right, from Crash to Rikishi, Kane to The Undertaker. And speaking of Kane and The Undertaker, everybody wants to ask the question, are Kane and The Undertaker together? Are Kane and The Undertaker together? Well, quite frankly speaking, if Kane and The Undertaker are together, then every man is going to be in trouble. But The Rock is sick and tired of asking that question, answering that question. Is Kane together with The Undertaker? Is The Undertaker together with Kane? Kane wants to buy The Undertaker a box of chocolates. The Undertaker wants to tickle <laughs> Kane's big red nipple. Who cares what they want to do? Because <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is this, The Undertaker and Kane, they're going to be together tonight, all right? Together getting both their monkey asses kicked right over the top rope. Royal Rumble 2001. Every man for himself. It could come down to anybody. The Rock and Bull Buchanan. The Rock and Perry Saturn. It could even come down to The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. All the possibilities, they're endless. The result will still be the same. Is that The Rock walking down the people's aisle, getting in the ring and body after body after body over the top rope, whipping ass all over the Big Easy on to WrestleMania. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. God. Like, pure spit fucking fire. Okay. The one thing I want to comment on with that. Yeah, the fact that he that promo was so good, they fucking played his music in the in the arena. Yeah, I, I'm upset that 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 I pulled that off of Daily Motion and it cuts off because he says with the rock is cooking and then doom doom like they play his music at the end of his promo. Like, like that's how good that is, and they don't even play the uh, rock's music, monkeys. It's so good, like everybody, like uh, Tom Pritchard, uh, trained the rock, and he always said when he was training the rock. The Rock was born to do this. He always had it. He just had to be told, like, where to put it. And, like, you can't look at something like that and say, like, you can't learn that. You can't learn to cut a promo like that. You just yeah. got it or you don't. You can't teach charisma. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And The Rock always says, he's like, I was going a mile a minute, flying a seat in my pants, having no idea what I was about to say next. Yep. Fucking... He just went an improv bastard. It's it's man. It should have got him for Doritos presents Drew Carey's improv all stars paper. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, see, I said it and I was like, I'm gonna not make a Drew Carey joke because I'm better than that. But I'm glad you got me, Adam. I'm not. Um, uh, so 
Big red there. nipple, though. Like big <laughs> red nipple. <laughs> Shit. Uh, from there, we get a video package for some people in the match. Rikishi, the 30th entrant in the match. Kane, the Undertaker, Rock, and Stone Cold. Yeah, Time... so, like... Yeah? Like, you said... I know you were just saying it, but, like, you kind of called Rikishi Jabba earlier. This is probably, like, at his prime. Oh, no, Where if he was gonna win Rikishi. ever, no, this was it? This is the closest Rikishi ever got to the main event, and yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. a Jabber. Incorrect, incorrect. The closest he got to the main event was right before they did that I did it for the rock angle. True. With him yeah. with too cool. Like, that's just, like, he, he was, was huge. He was over, but he was like never gonna sniff the world title, but he was still yeah. incredibly over. Yeah. I feel like the I did for the rock was where he was close because he was actually in like the he was only in... six man Armageddon thing. He, he, and... was, he was at the he was in the Hell in a Cell match at Armageddon. Like he was he was not as over as the bad man Rikishi, but he was closer right. to like the world title. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, everybody is fine in hindsight. Everybody's fond of too cool Rikishi, and everybody understands a bad man Rikishi was a mistake. Yep. And also during that Royal like Rumble like buildup, <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but they somebody again <laughs> harking back to fucking TNA. If they try me, I will make them famous. It's like that is not a fucking threat. Yep. Like <laughs> I'll make them famous. Like, it, it's like you're going to you? pad their wallets? Congratulations. Yeah. I appreciate Taylor that. Taylor Swift ought to thank me because I made that bitch famous. Like, yep. God. Also, you're white. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you know, <laughs> so so is probably the way Kanye's been acting the last six I was about like, to say, months. listen, I don't like, know anybody can. I didn't. Okay. Meyer, Meyer, the diary of a mad white man, Kanye I'm West. So, I'm so white, I didn't know it, what. It's, it's, fine. it's time. Okay, anyway. It's time for the Royal no, Rumble. Uh, attitude Eric Christian, where, where Howard Finkel explains the rules of the Rumble, even though no one needs the rules explained to them, and it takes way too long. But I don't and they explained the rules right before they said yep. Howard Finkel's going to yep. explain the rules. I don't, it's like, like, because the Listen, is awesome. I don't care. It's Howard Finkel talking, yes, and exactly. you fucking shut your it mouth. Is. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Boy. I was very excited coming into this, because I was like, all right, I want to... Uh-huh. I'm going to call the Rumble. Let's go. So basically what's going to be is... How tired did you get? Not very. Like, listen, there's there's going to be times where it's just going to be like, this person came in, and then that person came in. Because there were no spots in between the entrances. I have a note, I have a note for each entrance, stuff. so don't worry. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, number one and number two, Jeff Hardy and Bull Buchanan. With, Boy, uh, howdy. Bull Buchanan is right to censor. Bull. Uh, Bull. Bull. Jeff Bull. and uh, B-Squared wrestle for a bit until number three comes out, which is Matt Hardy. Jeff and Matt double-team Bull and eliminate him pretty easily. Then the brothers fist bump and size each other up across the ring. Long and that's a good point, yeah. And that's when Teddy Long just shows up. Holla, <laughs> holla, 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 holla. Like... <laughs> It's dumb that they're fighting. They should use the time to rest and double team every person who comes in until it's just the two of them left and they actually fight each other. Yeah. But that doesn't make it for an interesting match, but so it's it, fine. But it's also the Hardys, you know? Yes. Their whole thing is, we love being tag team brothers and shit, but we love to fight each other. Yeah, I hate yeah. you, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Wow, that was out of nowhere, and I love it. He burned down his house and killed his dog, and then they yeah. stunk up WrestleMania that 25. Was, yeah, that was 25. That yeah. was oh, my so God. Bad. Uh, number four comes out, and it's Farouk Ron Damn. Simmons. He comes out and delivers a couple. You're of white. Rocks. You can't do that. Yeah, I he can comes do that. And delivers a double <laughs> close line to the brothers. They get Farouk in the corner, and Jeff 
murders Matt's kidney with the poetry in motion. Yeah. Like, yeah. You you realize how Matt's young these back. fuckers are in wrestling because they screw that yeah. up really bad and Matt has to be like, fuck, I don't... Oh, God. <laughs> where, where did it go? I don't yeah. feel it where it was. <laughs> like, and then, uh, then Matt delivers a twist of fate. Jeff delivers a swanton and they dump out Farouk. Awesome. And uh, then they take their shirts off when all the ladies soil themselves. Yes. Jeff takes off his shirt and the women in the audience lose their minds. Oh my Matt, god. Matt like, takes it off was... his shirt and middle-aged women at home get, you know, Ooh, they feel what a, a little nice something. Boy. They, yeah. Their menopause kicks in a little yeah, bit. Just like, hey, what? <laughs> the fucking dirty punk rock boys. The, the middle-aged women see Matt Hardy take off his shirt and the menopause kicks in because they're just like, oh dear god, I don't want to have children in the world that he is in. <laughs> Oh man, I love you, baby. Uh, number five is up Number five is up next, and it is Drew Carey. Oh, Drew meanders to the ring as Matt and Jeff continue to fight. He uh, like he meanders through life. Burn. Yeah, he he stands out on the outside as Jeff fucking whiffs a drop kick that Matt sells yeah. after a second. He oh, misses God. a drop kick by a solid six inches, and then two seconds later, Matt sells it. Matt it sells it. We've only been wrestling professionally for four years. Does it Matt's, show? Matt sells it because he hears Jeff Hardy yeah. hit yep. the mat, and it's also, like, oh shit. Jesse, I don't think you understand how long the Hardy Boys have been wrestling. No, no, no. They've been like Indians for like. Like almost in, ten years at this point, but, but like they just, were in the WWE on like the fifth episode of Raw. Yeah, but they like, didn't like become been official. Ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, I get, but I, that's why I said professionally, like, oh. like them as the Hardy Boys. Okay, so they still, because before that they were just you know like Ellsworth drop jobbers up until yeah. like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. So they still had a uh, lot of time and shit to figure yeah, out what the fuck they're that's doing. That's what you Then the Hardys get on the ring post and they both fall to the ground with a bad spill. Like, that looked yes. rough. That, that looked painful. Uh, eliminating both, leaving Drew Carey by himself in the ring. The countdown begins again and the lights go out as entrant number six, Kane, comes out. Kane. Kane circles the ring as Drew freaks out. Drew tries to shake Kane's hand and then offers him money as the countdown I love begins it. for the next entrant. I... Kane sets Drew up for the choke slam, and they time it perfectly. Yeah. As number seven, Raven runs out and hits Kane with a kendo stick right as Kane gets Drew up for the choke slam. Kane, Raven and Kane square off as Drew eliminates himself from the rumble. Uh, so this rumble is very segmented. You have oh, yes. like Hardy slash Drew Carey, and now it's time for the, the, hard, the Kane slash hardcore section. Yep. Uh, because... Raven goes to the outside and pulls out a fire extinguisher and throws a couple of trash cans in the ring. As number eight, Al Snow jumps the gun and runs out and attacks Raven. Yes. Time on time on time on time on time yes. When fucking Raven opens up the bottom of the ring, there's so much Gatorade. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's always a lot of Gatorade. Oh yeah. It's like what the fuck. Yep. Even today, that. if you see him pull up under the ring, there's like a little thing down there with a bunch of Gatorade in it. That's insane. Like, you never know. Like, maybe the, like, if an announcer or something like, needs something like that, it's probably easier to keep it under the ring than under the announce table. I guess. Um, and then, at the end of the night, when the refs had to break the ring down, probably real nice to have some Gatorade sitting there waiting for you. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, so, Al Snow uh, comes out and attacks Raven. Al Snow goes under the ring and throws a dead-ass can of trash. It was uh -huh. filled with junk. Why is that under the ring? It was, like, filled with trash. Hardcore. Like, uh, that makes no sense makes for that to no be on the ring. And then hits Kane and Raven with a bowling ball. 
Uh, Allen Raven takes that's, his battle was, was that yeah. real? Is that a real bowling ball? I don't like that. It, it was, but you could tell he, like, when he swung it at Kane, he, like, kind of stopped it short. Yeah. And when he rolled it at Raven, they didn't get... The shot was from Raven's back, so you didn't actually see where it hit. Um, okay, because that scares I mean, shit out of me. It's listen, a bad feeling. Listen, when we inevitably do our episode later this year for the WWE non-canonical uh, Monday Night Raw Christmas special... Uh, and there is John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio in a Miracle on 34th Street fight. Um, oh, man. Uh, John Cena pulls out a bowling ball and rolls that shit into Del Rio's crotch in that match. That's for 2012. Uh, boy. I'm canonical. Oh, boy. Listen, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, so, uh, Alan Raven take turns battering Kane with trash cans, trying to get him off, off his feet. They, de- they deliver a double drop toehold to Kane, and his hands bump into a trash can in the ring. I say that because his hands took that bump. He oh, wasn't yeah. taking that bump anywhere near his head. Now, I've seen a lot of people give Kane shit for stuff like that. Like, oh, he's taking a bump on his hands, and he always takes bumps on his knees, and this and that and the other. And like, oh, it sucks. But like, yeah, but he's still wrestling. The dude's like, still, still there. Healthy. Yeah. Like, he's still healthy. Yeah. So maybe he... No, maybe he's fucking galaxy braining this shit, and like other like Edge wasn't taking those bumps on his hands, and look where yeah. he is. Yeah. And he's a mayor, so fuck off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number nine is my boy Perry Saturn with Terry, to which King asks, "What is she not wearing?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a even, woman on screen. Even Jr. like was like, yeah, oh, J- I think Jr. said something about it being nipply. There's a woman on yeah. screen, so Jerry must have something to say. Oh, earlier in the women's title match, uh, JR says that Ivory is sexually repressed and premenstrual 30 days a month, which is oh, really yeah. weird coming from JR. Yeah. Like, you JR, you really hate that. Ivory, man. Yeah, okay. Except, you, expect King, or JR, you expect King to say that, not JR. Uh, so Saturn, Raven, and Snow all pile on Kane, doing their best to take him out. Finally getting him off his feet as the countdown begins again. And number 10, Steve Blackman. What, baby? His it's really bag... sad that he's not better. Boy, <laughs> I do not remember this person at all. I... You don't know Steve Blackman? I, love I Steve don't remember Blackman. him I don't remember the lethal era. weapon? I don't. I love Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman also. Steve Blackman's bag of kung fu sticks was thrown in the ring earlier by Raven. Yes. So like he just goes over, grabs the sticks from the uh from the bag and batters Saturn and Al Snow. Yeah. Noob Steve Blackman was like the only guy he was the first MMA to wrestling guy, and then he was also got to carry the NWA belt around on WWF t- television. Wow. Was a big Again, deal for I just two don't weeks. remember him. I just don't Exactly. Like, yeah. like when he came in, he was supposed to be the next big thing, like Brock Lesnar levels, and within a month they're like, We don't fucking know what to do with this guy. Yeah. It's yep. just, yeah, I was Ups. that fan back in the day yep. where if you were the fucking rocker Stone Cold, I didn't yep. know you. Although, I will say, <laughs> he was never an MMA guy. Was he not? Oh. No. Uh, he did MMA, he opened a, a an MMA school in 2003. Who uh, am I thinking of? Cause you're someone... thinking of Ken Shamrock. No, there was someone before Ken. Oh, I you're swear. thinking of, you're thinking of, uh. I don't of... remember. God, where I thought it was Steve Blackman. No, no, I know exactly who you're thinking of, but I can't remember his name. Give me a second. Give me a sec. Dan Severn. Yes, that's you're thinking Dan Severn. Fuck, and Dan Severn is the 
the one yeah. who did the NWA. He's the thing. one who one did the. It was in. It was like this NWA invasion angle with Dan Severin and uh, and Jim Cornette and like Jeff Jarrett. Uh, but I just mixed up and, Dan uh, Severin and Steve Blackman. Yes. Fuck Steve Blackman. So never mind. So apparently, ah! you, you and don't news, even remember him. Yeah. You and News have the same amount of affinity for Steve Blackman. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did, yeah I didn't remember him. I remembered someone else yep. who coming looked at like me him. like Dan coming at me like I just forgot Jesus. You motherfucker. <laughs> no, I did not. I I came at you like you forgot like Peter or something. <laughs> who Calm the down. Fuck is Peter? Exactly. <laughs> You're both doubting Thomases. We're moving on. <laughs> number eleven. There's not a Saint Peter shit. Number eleven is Grandmaster Sexay, and God bless him. Jerry Lawler marks out for him. Of course he does. Yep. Kane, That's so sweet. Kane eliminates Grandmaster Sexay with a gravity defying spot. He hits Grandmaster Sexay with a trash can down on the top of his head, and Grandmaster Sexay bumps up and backwards to leave the ring. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what you do. All right, everybody out of the pool. Kane eliminates Steve Blackman, Al Snow, Raven, and Perry Saturn as the Honky Tonk Man comes out. Uh, once again, Laura marks out because Laura marks out for his family. Uh huh. And so we're just gonna we're just gonna listen to this real quick. I know you want to hear me sing my song. Yeah. And I've never let <laughs> yeah. my fans down. I think we turn wanna... the music on. Let's all sing together. Here we go. All right, Jay, come clap your hands. Hurry up loud. You know the words. I can't sing a lick, and I don't you know, know the words. Can. Listen, here we go. <laughs> I got long sideburns, and my hair slicked back. I'm from New York town, and I beat Cadillac. I'm just a honky tonk man. 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 I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Yeah, you are. Wait a minute. Yeah, you are. I. It's. So good. They like Kane, I love Kane grabs the mic from his hands and they cut the music right when Kane swings the guitar. It was incredibly well done. Yeah. I love that uh fucking uh Lawler's like, I know all the words, and he just does the honky yep. man part. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Kane grabs the guitar from it, never drew a dime. Swings it at, at, at uh, Honky Tonk Man. They cut the music out perfectly. Such a well-done spot. He eliminates Honky Tonk Man. And then, all right, time for the main eventers to start coming out. With oh, number yeah. 13, The Rock is in the Rumble. So, uh, when The Rock enters in, when he's got when they got the little thing, like it, when they have to say, it's The Rock, yeah. they have a TheRock.com. I yeah. fucking type uh, that in. It just goes to WWE.com Yeah, all now. those old websites, like StoneCold.com, ECW.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, just redirects to WWE.com It's now. just like, damn it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kane and Rock do some pretty good wrestling to reset things from the hardcore section. The Rock delivers a great flying clothesline to Kane as the crowd pulls off some deafening Rocky chants as the countdown starts again. Number so 14. Before that, before yes, that sorry. happens, uh-huh. Kane being able to see, let alone wrestle with the mask on and the yep. hair draped his, over his mask. Uh, yes. At this point, at when The Rock comes oh. out in the Rumble, Kane's hair is at 40% frizz. Yeah, yeah. It's, it gets frizzy yes. very fast. Is that fast. ever his real hair? Crazy question. That, t- in this show, it's his real hair. Yeah, okay. I never that frizzy. I never as knew it, it, it wouldn't get as frizzy as it does in this match if it wasn't his real hair. Now later that's true. on with like Team Hell No Kane and stuff like that, that black stringy oh, yeah. hair, that's yeah, fake. Yeah. Um, uh, number fourteen, Godfather from the Right to Censor. Listen, Woo! I know I, 
I know it's oh, sorry, the good father. Listen, I know I said it's time for the main eventers to start coming out. Not that they'd all be main eventers from now on. Anyway, it's the, the Rock father. Delivers. He's a main eventer, and you shot your whole mouth. The, People the are Rock, scared of that man. The Rock delivers a punch, 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 spit in his fist, punch to the Godfather to eliminate him pretty much immediately. That was quick. Yeah, we are speaking of quick. We are halfway through with Taz at number fifteen. He runs in. Kane grabs him, puts him on the top rope, and immediately eliminates him. Boop. And that is when that is when I somebody in the back just pulled the plug on the commentaries like microphones. Yeah, it they is were out dead for, a second. for yep. thirty seconds. Yep. Just like what? Just like Taz's and career. Like, Taz Taz debuted at the Royal Rumble two thousand, making Angle tapped out, tap yeah. out, and then a year later at the Rumble two thousand one, he gets eliminated in literally ten seconds at the yep. Rumble in a, He's a job spot. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, Taz Rock, is one of the worst treated guys in yeah, WWE oh, history. The Rock and Kane continue to wrestle each other. It's number 16. The APA's Bradshaw comes out to the ring. Okay, so maybe I jumped the gun on the whole main eventers thing. Listen, listen. Bradshaw, biggest piece of shit in the world, but God damn it, does he pull off the best clotheslines. Oh, see, actually, I have... Literally, though, because he's like 6'4". No, listen, I have that actually written. You learn the difference between a considerate safe worker like The Rock and Bradshaw. The Rock delivers a nice glancing clothesline to Kane, and then Bradshaw fucking decapitates The Rock with a clothesline of his yeah. own right after the other. You see the difference between the two. Oh, uh, man. It, yeah, it's not safe, but god damn does it look yeah. good. It was if Steve great, Hansen yeah, didn't have nostalgia, it would just be... Stan. Um, uh, yeah, Stan Hansen didn't have nostalgia, it'd just be JBL. Yep. yep. Oh, hey, Bradshaw isn't eliminated immediately, so the three men in the ring wrestle as our collective wrestle dad, Al- a.k.a. Albert, a.k.a. Matt Bloom, enters uh, at number 17. Hi, daddy. Best boy, yeah. And then number 18 is Hardcore Ollie. Listen, so, listen, you me. forgot yep. to mention the fact that fucking Albert shows up, so guess what Jerry Lawler has to fucking do? Talk about Trish. Talk about Trish, For like yep. a minute and a hey, half. Hey, woohoo! Yep. No, uh, that doesn't crazy. start for like another yeah. year, Jerry. God. Uh, number 18 is Hardcore Holly. So, yes, I absolutely jumped the gun on you the whole You did, baby. Thing. Bradshaw hardcore and Hardcore fucking Holly. Jobber to the stars. Bradshaw and Hardcore Holly double-team The Rock, but The Rock manages to hold onto the rope, and Kane eats a big boot from Albert. Every, the Rock, every yeah. time The Rock gets even close to it's getting eliminated. loses their minds. Yeah. It's insane. Like just you were saying God. it like Obsessed. you were saying about it about the next raw. It's just like my yeah. God, yeah. they were like Rock hot. sniffs the ropes. People lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, the Rock hits Bradshaw with a considerate glancing clothesline. It tries to eliminate Kane, but they can't get him out. It's number 19. K Quick, our truth runs out. Hey, man, my boy. Is, yeah, like this all the white people in the crowd start boogieing yep. down like his, yep. when his music yep. is. His gimmick has never changed, just his this, name. This nope. motherfucker simultaneously looks way younger and also like he hasn't aged a day. It is incredible. Yes. It's great. Oh, okay, so. Black this don't segment, crack. This segment of the Rumble is not the main eventers. It is the mid-card propped up by Kane and The Rock. Yes. Uh, number 20, Val Venus from Right to Censor comes out. And dear God, this ring is Boy City. Hardcore Holly, <laughs> Albert, R-Truth, Val Venus. And it's boys for days. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we got your porn boy. We got yep. your good old boy. We got yep. your boy boy. We got your teddy boy. We got all the boys. Uh, number 21 is William Regal, and that makes me happy because I love William Regal. Yep. They're too good to be, boy. Yep. Val Venus gets the rock up and attempts to eliminate him, but he's thwarted by Bradshaw because Bradshaw is stupid. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a, like it just like a Parks and Rec jab. Yeah. Just like come in. It's like because no, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. So I got uh, uh, my dad. I bought my dad's iPad from him today because he got a new tablet and it has like the Apple pencil. And I'm just like David Letterman-ing this pencil. I just have it in my hand. Uh, I'm a fidgeter. So, so when yes. I said that. When I said that, when I said, is stupid, I did like a circle <laughs> with the pin and poked when I said the word stupid. Yes! Just to give you an idea of where oh we're at right god. now. Oh my god. That's so, so good. It was Root also beautiful. at this point, complaint number, I don't know how many, for about the fucking signs. There's yep. one dude in the crowd that has a sign for almost every single person. Yep. That is just... Just he's got like this white button up and a black tie on. He that looks guy, like a fucking Mormon. Yes, that dude go there's a few spots in this show where that dude like I don't know if he knows the cameras on him or what, but he just starts going crazy, like almost like doing the oh, Hardy Boys he, dance. Dude, he's a fucking mark though, that, for real. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's row, dressed like, he's dressed like right to censor. Yeah, that's how much of a is, mark yes. he is. Like so, yeah, oh yeah, that dude is crazy. And so like I noticed him during William Regal's segment where he had a sign that said England is that way. <laughs> which clever i love that guy fucking that clever. clever but i swear to god if i was behind him all of his oh, signs no. would be burned oh, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. since especially since he he appears to be in the second row yeah so it's just like yep. you motherfucker what are you doing yeah like uh, yeah that enjoying guy, life i want to i'm going to try and go back and see because there's a point in that show like during the rumble where he just it's kind of like a, a, a like a, a, a lull, and he just stands up and just starts writhing and almost like like doing like an ADHD version of the Hardy Boys dance. It's hilarious. It's insane. Number twenty two to complete the boy paradise that is the ring right now. It is Alpha Boy Test. Alpha oh, Boy, man. the walking corpse. Yep. Who immediately eliminates William Regal. So I guess it's time for people to be eliminated again. Okay. Number twenty three. No, yes. no, 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 no. Yes. Time out. Time the fuck yes. out. Time out. Seriously, there are so many people in the fucking crowd that aren't even paying attention to the match. They are waiting to see on the Jumbotron when they're on the fucking camera yep. and raising their signs up, going nuts, yep. cutting in front of people to get on camera. It's like, you motherfuckers paid for this yep. event. And all you are doing is all just going, oh, my God, on I'm TV. on TV. No, noobs, yep. how, how in God's name do you look for that? I don't even, it like, I happens. believe you 100%. Because, and when you because tell I'm just I'm like, oh, the problem is I've seen this pay-per-view like 20 times. <laughs> and so you start. Oh, these looking. are your notes from 2007. I got yeah, it. These are, these are things like, yeah, I, I kept these on my Google Doc just in case this <laughs> Google hit. Doc before Google Docs existed. <laughs> yeah, right? My word pad. No, Google Docs existed in 2007. Listen, I've got They'll my, fight I've you got on my, that. I've got my dot notepad. Uh, uh, yeah, come files on, man. From 2002. <laughs> it's just like it's from just Windows like, ME. It's just like you're you're two hours into the event. You're on hard camera side. You've been on TV. You get that out of your system in 20 minutes, not in the last hour of a two and a half to three hour long pay per view. Yep. Like good. God, Wait, are just, you not tired by this point? What's, what's oh, happening? it's just like, oh my god, I'm on TV again. I'm never too tired for attention. God, Woo! also, right. speaking uh, of boys, Big Show is a big daddy boy. Oh, yeah, number 23, 
the returning Ooh. Big Show. He's back from OVW, and he's wearing a t-shirt and a girdle, and he immediately eliminates Test and K-Quick and delivers a chokeslam to Albert and Bradshaw and Val Venus and Hardcore Holly. All the jobbers <sighs> eat chokeslams before he delivers one to Kane. Attempts to give one to The Rock, but The Rock kicks him in the dick and then eliminates him. So Somebody somebody yep. told him he was a boy, and he's like, what? I ain't a boy? Fuck you, I'll show you. I ain't no goddamn boy. <laughs> he eliminates all the other boys. Time. He was the champion earlier. I won a world title. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not boy eligible anymore. Yeah. I'm, you can give me boy asylum, but I'll never get a boy passport. <laughs> boy asylum. Uh, oh my god, you gotta send that to, to the was it the OVW guys? Fucking uh, send that. To shout them. out to shout boy out to uh, shout out to a uh, new band name Boy Asylum called it. The Big Show throws a fit and tears up the announce table as number twenty four Crash Holly. Speaking of boys, runs to the ring. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of mini Papa Hardcore yeah, right here, the boys. Uh, yeah, boys. He, yeah Cr- Crash Holly was was little Petey Pump before little Petey Pump was he little Petey was. Pump. Oh, yeah, he's an adorable little redneck psycho. Uh, <laughs> Big Show throws a, uh, show yanks Rock out of the ring under the bottom rope and choke slams him through the table. Uh, the pump ended up mess- like knocking King's headset off, and it's hilarious to quietly hear him in the background through Jr's uh, mic. <laughs> uh, the clock counts down. It's number 25. It's time to keep on rolling, baby. Alright, listen. <laughs> no one is going to dispute the fact that Limp Biscuit sucks. Yeah. But But you gotta you, I will tell me out. if you tell me you can listen to that song without kinda getting into it, you are a liar. Okay, yeah. okay, I will also fight a lot of people. The song Boiler from Limp Biscuit is one of the better songs of the year 2000. I mean, I believe you. I, I don't, I know, that don't song. know that song. I don't know that song. I know the five. So I know the people. five bitch boy songs that made the yeah. famous. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it's but like, it was one of those songs. It was kind of like um uh, thoughtless or um here to stay by Corn. Okay. Very you're calm. Lo- very <laughs> like. It, gotcha. I know I'm I know I'm comparing new metal. Listen, we're in the new metal fucking <laughs> this era. This is awesome. No, no, no. Dude, I'll bring you on to our podcast and we'll just talk about new metal Don't for two hours. Fucking you can do have it, fun baby. with that. I'll just No, that's fine. Like I just, I just need noobs. Just me and noobs will bounce I'll off go like get, also, I'll go and get cigarettes and never come also, back. Also, also <laughs> for the Undertaker, I'm gonna take the part of uh, Adam's role here real quick. Um yes. so Undertaker enters the ring and the Welp y'all made a made your paycheck time for sibling rivalry uh Everybody part of the, the match debuts. Yep. Uh but yeah, like this Fucking song eliminates it's a, everyone. It's not a good song, but I get into it like like when I hear, yeah, I know y'all be loving this shit right here, I'm like, yeah, I kinda do. <laughs> I am loving that yeah, shit right it, here. It, it's, you know he's the wily e. coyote of music, right? Yeah. Like, just the voice and just. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Here's a it's weird great. thing. Back in 2008, almost exactly 10 years ago, there was a movie called The Long Shots. Uh, start start Ice yes. Cube and Keith Palmer. I like Palmer. that movie. Yeah. Fred Durst directed that movie. Wow. <laughs> it's like a little family football comedy directed yeah, by it's Fred not Durst. Bad. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's That's like one weird. of the two movies he's directed. It's real weird. He also Fucking directed, Fred I think, a Christian Mingle commercial. 
He did it's, that as a joke, probably. It's weird, man. Uh, he like, did that just so he could tell people he directed a Christian Mingle commercial. Let me see. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was an eHarmony commercial. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, Sold everybody out. out of the pool again. Taker eliminates Bradshaw, Harcourt, Holly, and Val Venus. Kane eliminates Albert and Crash Holly. The Brothers of Destruction stand, call, stand tall and stare each other down in the ring. They continue to stare it down as the clock... Oh, also, by the way, I'm playing that song every single time The Undertaker appears on this art, just letting you know. Yeah, good. They can, Fucking they good. They continue to stare the... They uh, continue I'd to like stare down as the, cl- as the clock counts down at number 26, Scotty Too Hotty. Slowly, oh, Scotty, I... You know, you forgot his full name. Scotty, quote, I have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Too hotty. Too hotty. Yes. He walks towards the ring as Kane and the Undertaker stand tall, side by side, staring his him down. Wide-eyed his... expression of just uh, like, it's, oh, it's no. It's horribly so sad. It's, it's like, so man, good. he gonna yep. get fucked. Scotty like, gets in the ring and is battered by that. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? I've still got Dredrick Tatum on my soundboard. What were yeah. you gonna say, noobs? Sky Too Hotty's a good man. Yeah. I respect him, but I'm making one the one thing. Children. The one thing this reminded me of, and I know they can't repeat it because they yeah. did it earlier with um, with it. It was Stone Cold and Triple H when Hurricane came in yes oh yeah and yes. did that like obviously you can't do that with sky too hottie right now because of the fact that taker and kane are not fighting each other yeah but it just reminded me of that moment and i'm just like man i really wish scotty had one of those fun moments where he yeah. able he yes. was about to hit the worm like yep. the best yeah. moment ever like fantasy booking wise would be he has they're both down on the ground right near each other, like on one of the sides of the ring. And Scotty just comes running in, just fucking freaks out, starts doing the worm. And then as he's doing the W O R M and he does the whoosh, whoosh. And then right before the third whoosh, both Kane and Taker sit up. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I have that. I want to one up you a little bit. He whooshes to one of them. Kane sits up and he turns around and like quick whooshes to the other one. And Undertaker sits up and he's just like, I don't know what to do. And they just double choke slam him yes. right to hell. Yes. Or oh in my this God. One, like, it's like, he's got Kane and Undertaker down. He's like, you know, W O R M. And he does the, like, he actually does the worm whoosh 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 and then like the rock gets back in the wing ring while he's whooshing him he's like the third whoosh and the rock like taps him on his shoulder he turns around just rock bottom elimination oh, it doesn't so matter that oh you yes um all right so yeah uh he's a choke a double choke slam he's eliminated by them both number 27 stone cold i will yeah, say nothing yes. is better than you are roy you are you are watching the Royal Rumble and you see the camera cut to the Jumbotron yes. with all of the crowd in the shot. Yes. Like that moment of like, yeah. oh fuck, who is about to enter? Yep. Like everybody that is feels still, the same way at the same time. That is still to this day. Yep. Something that is so great of just like they fucked it up during AJ Styles' debut. Yeah. God. But other than that. I, I don't know how many times we could talk about the Royal Rumble. It is the it is by far the best thing WWE oh, has yeah. ever created. And has been for 30 years. Because it's pure and fanfare. It's yep. pure fanfare. You get like you get the fucking honky tonk man coming in. 
you get the fucking just like random celebrities coming in like fucking drew curry and just <laughs> nice you just you just right. get so many moments of just surprises and yeah that and no camp- one talks shit about that stuff because this is one of the best rumbles and they yeah. had fucking honky tonk man and uh-huh. like like every every 90 seconds or so you have that countdown clock comes up you and have like, that moment. And in that moment, nobody's a smarky cunt. Nobody wants to get... Everybody is... Uh, you're, Bullshit. You're, you're, nobody's a smarky you know, cunt. Like, 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 I mean, like, in that Noobs, this is a pre-clock on the wall like, for no, the... Um, like, like, yeah, the clock on the match. No, I'm talking about in the... Like, when you're watching the Rumble, in that 10 seconds, everybody is 8 years old again. Because yep. you are bought in, and you are excited for what is about to happen. You're waiting yep. for that music to hit, and that yeah, ten seconds is, is beautiful. This is it's a pre Iron Man, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler world. Man. Okay, then, that's fair. Even then, in the Rumble next year, I'm not gonna think about that because in those ten right. seconds, I'm gonna be eight years old again, and I'm not gonna care. I mean, after we all line up and Noobs is like where we're at at three, <laughs> whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh. I mean, what? <laughs> Listen, I love Listen, noobs. That's like, sorry, what are you talking still, about? I'm still paused at the bell. Uh, the <laughs> comes out before you reach the ring. Triple H ambushes him, and the Brothers of Destruction are distracted as the Rock recovers and gets back in the ring, attacking Kane. <clears throat> the Brothers take back over, and there are two batterings going on simultaneously. Triple H beating up Stone Cold and the Brothers of Destruction beating up The Rock. Oh, and also Austin bladed, and he is juicing, juicing oh something Oh my god. Fierce. He got... Austin blades! He got some color. Number 28. Billy Gunn sprints to the ring looking like the jobber that he is. Officials finally get Triple H off Austin. The Brothers of Destruction focus on Billy Gunn and The Rock in the ring. The Rock gets a second win and takes the fight to The Undertaker, but Taker gives The Rock a swinging DDT to take back control. Number 29 is out next. Oh, hey, it's Haku. Haku, Fucking by Haku, the way, man. He was in WCW and won the WCW Hardcore Championship at the pay-per-view the week before this, WCW Sin. After he jumped, afterwards, he jumped ship, and WCW just quietly retired the Hardcore title and never mentioned it again for the <laughs> two months or so that they would still be in business. Yeah. Badman Rikishi is number 30, and we are in the home stretch. Boy, we... howdy. Uh-huh. Rikishi's music is dog shit. Yup. I'm a bad <laughs> man. As Rishi- Rikishi gets near the ring, he goes to batter Austin, but Austin gets a second wind and beats down Rikishi, and Austin finally gets in the ring. Again, real quick. This is going to be a rant that's going to be going, I think, for the next two fucking episodes as well. People are still waving to the camera while they're on camera, like, hard camera side. Like, it's number 30 in the Rumble. You had 30 of them, let alone the rest of the pay-per-view. Yep. What are you fucking doing? Getting on TV. God. TV was a big deal then, man. I, I just appreciate hated that. They it. gave me a... Give me a second to take a bite out of that sandwich. I'm kind of oh, hungry. you good, boo boo. Austin, be Uncle Perry on that long. No, mm, Austin, Rock, Kane, Taker, Rikishi, Haku, and Billy Gunn are the remaining. One of these. Things. I love Haku's like in this, this by the way. Gun. Four, three of these things are not like the other. Yeah, it's Haku uh, as well. And, and it's Rikishi. Let's be real. Yeah. Austin quickly eliminates Haku, and then there were six. Taker delivers a choke slam to the Rock. And the Rock almost elim- and he almost eliminates the Rock, but the Rock survives. 
Then Taker headbutts Rikishi a couple times and sells it because, you know, Samoans have hard heads. And then, oh my God, Rikishi eliminates Undertaker with the kick. What a weird elimination. Like, it's the pinnacle a, of Rikishi's career. He's a big career. guy. Hit. Yeah, like, give him at least this, yeah. guys. Come on. Then, he's never okay. going to get it again. Okay, so Rikishi gets up to do a bonsai drop, but The Rock hits him with a low blow and eliminates him. Now, as all this is happening, Taker slowly walks around the ring, gets on his bike, okay, revs it up, and drives okay. it back to yeah. the back. Yeah, I was like, what the, the fuck is that noise? And then seen. I see him driving off. It's I'm like, wow. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Okay, yeah, okay. I, like, okay. I honestly, honest to God, I thought Taker's bike revving off, like, yeah. quietly, was Rikishi farting. Good job, noob. Wait, wait, I, you can wait, notice wait. people staring at signs and on their phones like, and shit, but you can't differentiate listen, a fart listen, and a... Imagine, imagine this is a imagine this is a, a chop. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Whole new uh, definition of stink face. Uh, uh, but yeah, like you just hearing that bike, like you couldn't have just walked to the back. You had to ride the bike and just get as much attention as possible. Just. Brr, brr, going up the ramp it's so funny to me and i don't it's know it's really funny yeah oh my god uh so we're done to the final four austin rock kane billy gun <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> can you imagine wrestlemania x7 the rock versus the one billy gun <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gun hits Stone Cold with the famous sir, but Stone Cold reverses an Irish whip and eliminates Billy Gunn. Yay! Stone Cold <laughs> takes a moment in the corner to catch his breath as The Rock gives Kane a swinging DDT. Austin and The Rock stare each other down from and, across the ring. And that is when the planets align mm-hmm. and WWE recognizes, well, we have our main event. Yep. Austin absolutely covered in blood. God, just gushing. Both men get to their feet and walk across the ring. And literally the moment Austin went to swing at the rock, my stream buffered and froze and I got so mad. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a pretty picture to pause on. Right? Austin gets the rock in the corner with a flurry of punches, but the rock takes advantage. The rock waits for Austin to get up and it tips a rock bottom, but Austin counters it and hits the rock with the stunner that Rocky sells beautifully. Honestly... Can't- the Stone Cold uh-huh. Stunner and The Rock selling it. Yep. Name a better combo. <laughs> uh, Kane goes after Austin, but Austin hits Kane with a low blow as The Rock gets back to his feet and hits Austin with a rock bottom. Kane is back up, and The Rock throws him through the second and third rope, not eliminating him, leaving only Austin and The Rock in the ring. They trade shots in the ring, and Austin attempts to dump The Rock over, but The Rock saves himself by raking Austin's eyes. The Rock picks up Austin and tries to eliminate him, but Kane runs in and eliminates The Rock but Austin saves himself on the apron. Two men left. Kane, Stone Cold. This is Kane's fucking rumble. Yep. Austin. Yeah. Well, yeah, batters- this. He eliminated oh, yeah. 11 people. He, yeah. yeah. He eliminated 11 people saying, like, this 40 is minutes. The, oh, yeah. the best of him right also, here. Also, his hair frizz is at 100%. Oh, yeah. Austin batters Kane on the ropes, but Full Kane power. hits Austin with a choke slam. Austin hits Kane with a low blow, leaving them both lying on the mat. Kane rolls out of the ring under the bottom rope, and he goes to the timekeeper's area to get a chair. Austin or Austin gets to his feet and Kane swings at Austin, but Austin kicks Kane in the chest and delivers some punches. Austin reverses a tombstone attempt and hits Kane with a stunner. Austin crawls over to the chair and both men get to their feet. Austin cracks Kane with the chair one, two, three times, sending him into the ropes. 
hitting him with a clothesline and eliminating him, winning the Royal Rumble and punching his ticket to the main event of the biggest WrestleMania of all time in one hour, one minute, and 55 seconds. Austin calls for some beers from timekeeper Mark Eaton and cracks over some Steve Weisers to celebrate and send us home. <clears throat> oh my god. Uh, what'd you so think, Jesse? Good. Um, so the Raw after this, uh, Undertaker and Kane, t- Kane team up, and it's like Rikishi and Haku, and they f- like fuck with each other, and that sounds like a good match, but you're playing the song, and so when Kane does his fire thing, you think it's gonna be his music, but instead it's, uh, Roland, and it just fucking threw me for a f- goddamn loop. Like, like, you get the Kane fire, and then fucking chill, the and it's Kane like, fire. whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that no. It was awesome. It was baffling. I was like, whoa, this is where we are. Okay, I'm holy really shit. really into that. But, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was funny as fuck. But, um, yeah, this rumble was great. A lot of wasted spots, I feel. Like, slow to start, but every everyone coming out when they did made total sense. Yep. It Kane was like, at six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rocket, what, 13, 14? Rocket 13. Yeah, 13. Um, like, like I said, yeah. very segmented. You had the, the Hardys and Drew Carey, followed by Kane and the hardcore uh, section, followed yeah. by the mid-carters with the Rock and Kane. It was well They should have done, the yeah. Event. They should have done more like that. Like, it was really so should. well, or, like... Yeah, what I'm trying to say is they should have done... Um, they should do that more often in the Rumble. Yeah, absolutely. In, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's fucking great. It really fucking is. Such a good um, show. Yeah, Such a good match. The Rumble is so good. I'm excited to do more Rumbles with y'all. Yes. Uh, what'd you think, dude? I fucking love this match, and I need a goddamn beer to cool my cool my tits down. My God, man, that that snap pop was perfect. That was oh, what doing, man. I like, loved it. Here's it, the thing: even the worst Royal Rumble is still a hell of an entertaining hour. Mm, oh yeah, that forty man Royal Rumble is not when, that uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I will, I will, I as a Royal Rumble aficionado, <laughs> fucking hell, that 40-man one is hard to watch. When Kevin Nash comes in at 31, you just go, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is where you are. Great. No, like, I, I'm with you on that, man. I will fight you on a few of the Rumbles. Yes, most are just yeah. amazing and and I look forward to it every year. It's like the fu- It's like my fucking birthday. Just give yeah, it to me, it please. It is Jesse's birthday. Yeah. It is it this falls- year? No, no. Every other time it falls on my birthday because mine's January twenty eighth. Yeah, so it's right. All right. That yeah, time I was about to say it's the twenty seventh yeah. right now. I went now. Uh, that- to NXT San Antonio on my birthday, and then the day after, I went again to the actual Rumble where beautiful. Randy won. Uh, I have yet to go to a a rumble myself, but man, I cannot wait. What nobody saw at the 2016 rumble that I saw, um, they showed it later probably like if you went on the websites, but not on the actual pay-per-view. The runway was so long that they had the bigger guys like Mark Henry Uh on a cart and it just shot. And fucking Strowman, that's when he became over because he was a fucking Viking just like on a ship just going straight. It was fucking (laughs) hilarious. It was amazing. (laughs) It was full steam ahead. It was just... Yeah. God, oh. yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like it's... It's the, it's the pinnacle and the end of the Attitude Era. It is... Like... The roster now has way more depth and talent. Uh, yeah. Because, like... 
if you look at this rumble, uh, there's a lot yeah. of uh, clunkers in there. Yeah. You know, here's a silly every... argument. Oh yeah, for every The Rock, you have a you have five hardcore hollies. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that those people were over. It was entertaining. The crowd was into it. They weren't being smarky and awful. Yep. Every time The Rock got close to being eliminated, they lost their minds. Yeah. And <sighs> the right person won. Yep. Like, that cannot be overstated. So, yeah. That cannot be overstated. The right person won that rumble. It was... For the third time. The record-breaking. I think that record Still. stands to this day. Yes, absolutely. Or did Hogan win three, or did he only win oh, two? Oh, no. No, Hogan, Hogan won, two. won two, The Rock won three. No. Or no, no not The, the Rock, Rock won, Stone Cold. The Rock, yeah, I was about to say, The Rock only won one. Um, yeah, I think he only won, won one, you're correct. In 2000, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's Hogan, uh, HBK, Cena, Orton, Batista. Yeah, those are the only people to win multiples. And then uh, Stone Cold at three. Yep. It's wild, man. God, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, like I can't, I can't compliment that match enough. Uh, and kind of the show as a whole, uh, the show was just top to bottom, like from that opening, like apart from like, there was a, a little bit too much filler in it. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the whole ivory China thing, but like the yeah. four main matches on the card, the tag match, the ladder match, the title match and the rumble. Like I can't. Like, I, yeah, watch all of them. Watch all of those matches, because they're all great. Uh, what do you think about the show as a whole, Jesse? Um, yeah, it's burnout, fun, balls to the wall. Um, man, I don't, I don't know what to say, because it's like 17 years ago. What hasn't been said? This is, this is the pinnacle. This is the, this is the victory lap for WWF. It's it's writing on the walls for everything around them, and they know what they're doing, and it's set, and they don't have to go this hard, but they're going to because it's like, ha ha, this, we won, fuck off. Like, this is it. This is, everybody knows what's coming, basically. It's yeah, like absolutely. you explained, fucking a year, um, what, 20 days before this was the end of a year where the title changed 30 times or 25 in yep. their quote-unquote competition. So, who the fuck doesn't think this isn't a victory lap? This is the... Because it's kind of up for debate, I think, who you talk to, that the WrestleMania season is the beginning or the end of uh, WWF's quote-unquote not-real season that exists. It's the um, end. Anybody says yeah, the beginning like, is wrong. Like, it is the end, end story-wise, but it's the beginning of the year. Um, uh, I so think it's, it's the end of the, I think it's like, I think... The Raw after Mania is the beginning of the next year. No, yeah, I, I meant the actual numerical year. January. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I mean by toss up. But but yeah, you can see it either way. Um, this is them ending uh the final year of the wars, and it's just yeah, it is it's... perfect. And so I have a silly like thing I want to talk about about uh the character. I think there's more characters here. Like, yeah, the roster now has more depth and more style and more ability um, up and down. Because, like, you you can say um, Brizongo is is better to watch and, and admire than Too Cool, in a way. Yes yeah. or no? But Too Cool 
has more, more presence. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with who's allowed time to do things. Yeah. I don't also, think, I think somehow it's because, like, Raw is three hours and there seems to be less time for everybody to try well, to get themselves over than there because, was. Then. It's because the roster is smaller. The roster now is much bigger. Yes. So there's there's more time to go around, but more this is people to divvy it out to. Yeah, you're right, like, you're right. If you look at the current roster, it's like, oh man, like we might need we might need a purge of the, of the WWE's uh, another another black another Black Monday where yeah. two two thirds of three and B get released again. Uh, yeah, but well, yeah, not uh, but yeah, something like that. Like, this, this time it would be gender and heat. No, I, I'm trying to think of like if you're anyway. That's a discussion. Yeah, who, time yeah, that's on who a you would release. Thing, but who would uh, merge? But yeah, like I think it's just like the brand split. They brought back a lot of people, and it's like yeah, I'm sure Kurt Hawkins is doing a good job filling out house show uh, cards. But like, you got a on. documentary, right? It still hasn't won since. Uh, oh, yeah, and so. I, I think it's part of that. There's more time to go around, but there's more people. Like, you can't even feel like they're going in on the, like, you know, women's uh, revolution and, and, and the evolution paper and stuff like that. But yeah, they still that's have a, a hard, stacked roster. But they, they still have a hard time giving them more than 20 minutes in a three hour raw. Yeah. 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 You know? But there, there, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind there's more women now than there's ever been, period. That's what's oh, crazy. Oh, without a doubt. And there's and they are more talented. I mean, when yeah. you look at when you look at this pay per view, the only four women that got shown was Ivory, China, Trish, and Steph. Yep. Jacqueline and no and no ja- no Jacqueline wasn't there. Uh, uh, Terry. No wait, uh, yeah Terry. 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 No wait, wasn't Keebler in there too? Or no? No, no Keebler was still in WCW. Yeah, that's Keebler right. That's was right. In WCW this time because she was in WCW. When I forgot WWE who walked out with Perry. That was uh, that was Tracy. That was Tracy. Okay, Terry, yeah, sorry, Terry. Terry. Robert that's Hill. it. That's it. Um, but yeah, like uh, anything else you have to say about the show as a whole, noobs? I want to thank you for putting putting these into the docket from the heavens. Like, yes, God from the heavens, you fucking Mark, you piece of shit. <laughs> Who's Don't the Mark add. here, my friend? I mean, I am 100%. You got angry at signs. I don't care. I just... I Not the movie, either. I love the They're fact... They're allergic to water, and the earth is 90%. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> swing, Johnny, swing. Move, children. Vamanos. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love this pay-per-view from top to bottom. Even the bullshit with Triple H staring in the mirror and grunting heavily. Like it just such a goddamn fucking stallion. Oh, it, shit. Oh. it The only thing I disagreed with this entire pay-per-view, the only thing was at the very beginning of the pay-per-view, when you have the quote while they're doing the whole like they're building up to the Royal Rumble thing during the intro. It's like, but having been to Eden and tasting its fruit. Maybe worse than never being there at all. Tell it to the fucking jobbers. Like, <laughs> <Right>? come on. <laughs> Tell that like, to Crash Holly. What oh, the wait, fuck? Kind Tell of that to Tess. Oh wait, he's dead. Tell what that to. <laughs> Tell that to the... Rikishi, who got close. Yeah, yeah, like what kind of fucking quote is that? Like, come yeah. on. That was the only thing that made me go, yeah, okay, this is a little odd, but okay. But man, just 
everything. I'm I'm looking forward to the next one so much. Yeah, like yeah. No Way Out. Uh, just looking ahead. And noobs, is... you know what you got to miss not watching the Raws before and after? How What's... much they promote the XFL? I was about to say between this show and No Way Out, we get the XFL. Yeah, man, they promote the ever living balls out of it. Yes, yes, about... There were about there were a lot of XFL references on this show from Jr. Oh, there were. Like, he name dropped the XFL a lot. Yeah. But the Monday before this is like, oh, Vince McMahon's not here because he's taking care of the XFL. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, but yeah, so we've got, in two weeks, we'll have No Way Out, um, which is a great show. Uh, Triple H versus Stone Cold in a three stages of hell match. Yes. Uh, this is the first one, right? No, second. Because the first one was him and Foley, right? Yeah, I think, maybe, I don't know. Also, at last uh, year's No Way Out. The Dudleys versus the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, the The good Dudleys. Oh, yeah. um, the bestest Dudleys. Yes. And... Uh, four-way the, match. And the four-way Intercontinental title match. And The Rock versus Kurt Angle. Yes. Like, what else do you need to hear? Which... Here's here's a crazy question. Do they Had they ever fought one-on-one before, The Rock and Kurt? I'm sure they had, but... I couldn't tell you, like definitively. Yeah. Um. So one more uh thing about the Raw after the show. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You want to know how the um the Raw opened? How's that with a twenty minute authority promo? Yes, with Triple H <laughs> and Stephanie coming out and talking <laughs> shit. I was like, wow, this is 2016. No, that's <laughs> so 2014. E- either or, yeah. Uh, but oh, no, man. yeah, absolutely. They were first. He was there for a good 15 or so minutes. Uh, Kurt came out to interrupt, and when they had a mixed, mixed tag by the end of the night. Um, That's incredible. Haku and Rikishi pairing up was cool. I liked that a lot, but I don't think they last. Which yeah, I don't think so. I don't think Rikishi's on WrestleMania X7. Wow. He isn't. It's weird. Like, well, we're boy, over that... Rikishi by, by Rikishi. That bad man... Uh, push didn't last very long. Uh, anything else? His ass is too big. We can't sell right. him as a threat. Uh, anything else before we uh, we we take it we take it to the to the outros? Anybody? Uh, got the Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at n a davis forty seven. Noobs is at noobs twenty eight. Actually, and I realized we never actually spelled that out. It is n e w b s twenty eight. Yeah, none of that bullshit n double o b s nonsense. Yeah, this is this is a this is a play on his last. Yeah, name. Yeah, they've broken not, up. Yeah, yeah. Like it's my a play fucking, on his last name. Not I want. A play on I want to. I want to point culture. this out. I want to point this out because we never have discussed we've this. We've never on, addressed it. On, yes, we never addressed it. My nickname is Noobs because my last name is Newberger. My grandfather, my grandfather was Sergeant Noobs in World War Two. <laughs> this is the most badass thing I've ever heard. This predates the internet by a mile. Sergeant Noobs fighting Bye. valiantly for the Axis powers because his name was Newberger. Let's be, let's be real. <laughs> hey, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That squad is being led by Sergeant. No, no Noobs. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Know, he was fighting. He was fighting for the true and blue. Like yes, let's... he was fighting for the USA. Yes, I would yeah. never want to disparage like, your grandfather. He was. He was honestly like he was get. He was on a boat heading towards Japan when the call was made let's turn back because uh, something else is happening did i ever tell you about my grandfather uh was in world war ii as well 
and okay. he was in the Pacific. And he straight he got a purple heart from being uh uh Forrest Gumped. He was oh, wow. uh like his his platoon was like ordered to retreat up a hill. He waited for everybody else to get up. He was running up the hill and he got shot in the ass. That's amazing. Oh and my god. Grandfather Forrest Gump. How have you never yeah, told me he this? He got his he got his he got his purple heart from getting shot in the ass. Uh but yeah. So how does new, he feel about that movie? Um, I don't know, pretty pretty dead for the last eighteen years, so oh, I couldn't okay. tell you. He didn't see it. Uh, I mean, he probably did. I don't know. I, I tried <laughs> to talk to him about. Well, this is a bit of a tangent. I tried to talk to him about World War II a couple times when I was like a kid, like when I was learning about it in school. And boy, let me tell you, as little veterans want to talk about less than the wars that they were in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you can find me at na davis forty seven. You can find noobs at noobs twenty eight. You can find Jesse. No, no, listening to Limp Biscuit somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and you can follow us at Passamania Pod on Twitter. We'll I swear to God, like that is that Twitterizing? We're that gonna do something. I honestly, I feel like the the running joke now is better than anything we could do on Twitter. Honestly, actually. what I'm going to do with No Mercy is yeah. I'm going to take screenshots and I'm gonna start tweeting it out. All right, that sounds good. Like uh, that's the plan because there yeah. were a few screenshots during this match where I'm like, during this Royal Rumble pay per view, yeah. I'm like, man, this would be fun. Yeah, yeah. start doing uh, so. So yeah, we got that coming up in two weeks. I'm, I don't know what as as it might be the same for y'all. I don't know. It feels like way longer than two weeks since our last show. Like it feels like way longer than two weeks since our last recording. It might be just because I've been busy with stuff. But like it's like I don't know. It just feels like it was a well, long time ago. It might be because we're changing arcs and yes, the like. Absolutely, we're changing. Uh, because yeah. I actually like cared about watching this shit. <laughs> yeah, Again, I watched two episodes of Raw for this as well. Right, I was yeah. into it. Uh, so yeah, between now and No Way Out, the XFL will start, and <laughs> uh, ECW will officially go under. Uh, we will talk about that stuff on the No Way Out episode because there's a lot of stuff outside of like what's happening in between the ropes, in yeah. between these shows. Um that that i'm sure we will we will get to uh so man like it's it's great to be at a show where we don't feel like uh what's the word uh dying after over. <laughs> it's a good it's a good feeling uh it to is. feel like hopeful and optimistic and excited for the next thing that means our next arc's a wcw show isn't it yes the arquette uh, arquette saga perfect that's a joke gonna, that's a listen, joke listen no we're no, no, gonna no, no, watch no, no, no. it'd be perfect it'd be perfect we start it with fucking ready to rumble i was about to say we're gonna yeah. watch ready to rumble <laughs> then we're gonna watch slamboree it'd be great <laughs> god all right uh what it uh, ready to rumble you. is a great movie god it's, no it's fine, uh, it's fine. you have Palmer john Platt. cena in the back <laughs> lifting weights that's true. That is true. It was his first movie role. Uh, hey, random this goes that makes two me off think, the rails. Yeah, yes. that makes me think of our truth in the wrestler. Like he literally walks by and shakes um, oh, Mickey Rourke's hand. Yeah, of all the guys that get promoted about yeah. you know that movie, you're not going to talk about our truth because he's still true. In TNA. Uh, all right, uh, Jesse, thank you very much. Yeah, noobs, thank you very much. Uh huh. I am your host, Adam. We will be back in two weeks with No Way Out 2001. Uh, barreling towards our final destination of WrestleMania X7. I'm very excited for that. We will see you guys later. I'm not going to be
Now I know y'all be loving this right here. <laughs>